King Gates, you all the savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Robin get the cork school. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports school. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles, you're an honorary captain. Download the podcast, follow on Twitter. One of sports radio's legendary figures. But you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. But you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Boston fans out there. What it do, baby? What it do? What it do? And I got to start the show today by continuing my Twitter feed beef, which started this morning. I just go online and try to find stories and fun stuff to do here on the Tony Bruno Show every day, live on Twitch.tv. Thank you for joining us. It's What Up Wednesday, yo. What up indeed. Or as someone once said. What up? What, what Kawhi Leonard once said before he got boat raced by the 76ers last night here in Philadelphia. And you what do it that. do, baby? What yeah. it do? I got my crumb bum hat on today, and I want to start the show by pointing out that Boston fans, Boston fans of all sports teams, but particularly Boston Celtic fans, are the lowest forms of life on the planet. They are be- beneath amoeba. They are scum wait, of the wait, earth. Why are you no good, that? dirty, rotten bastards. I had some of that Tony, last night while I was watching Parasite. It was that's good. a very strong statement. That's not as strong as I'd like to say on the air about these bastards. I actually have audio of you going back and forth with people on Twitter. Let's go to the tape. What did you say? Oh. You're talking to me all wrong. It's, it's the wrong tone. <laughs> <laughs> And if why the NBA is unwatchable and why I detest this league and wait and I wait for the day for the NBA to basically just go away. Go to Europe. Go 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 play in Europe. Because that's where all the good players are coming from anyway. They're not coming from our country. We have to import good players now in the NBA. It's okay. It is okay, and I love European players. I love Euro trash women. I love people of all races, colors, creeds. Now, what if a Euro-trash woman is a Boston Celtics fan? It's okay. Then I can teach her. I can train her. <laughs> just, just, I can, you know, 
Boston. Wasn't that a song in the 80s, Euro Trash Woman? I think it was, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Bruno. I starred in that Luigi's video. in here. We got, the fo- we got no hot dogs today. Luigi came in. I and, know, and he's so disappointed. It's supposed to be Wiener Wednesday. The, uh, we got Ugats Wednesday uh, is what it is. The original Hot Dog Factory called yesterday and apologized profusely. But as you know, as you well know, Tony, yes. this particular city is a union town. And they've had some delays in getting the opening. So they've had to push back the opening, which means that their kitchen wasn't completely ready. And so they were not able to give. Right. And so the question is, they wouldn't be able to bring the food in. And we said, all right, you want to come in here and promote the great new (laughs) Atlanta based organization that is coming to Philly without product? And you know how it works on the show, man. I hate to do it to you. How am I supposed to? They were the ones that suggested the delay. Exactly. They, and they're right yeah, because yeah. you know how it works on the show. We don't need product. Well, we, we need if you were going to if we're going to sample stuff and tell people how great it is, we must first use it. Exactly. Like with the, you know, with the ghost sleeves, you know, when we anytime we have a sponsor, we always the get optics, the product. Thin optics, the bioluminaire, bioluminaire. We need product placement, yo. And so you can't talk about hot dogs if you're not eating a hot dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had a I had a hankering too. I wanted to try a Jamaican jerk chicken dog. I was oh, I was ready oh, to go. I mean, everybody had a hankering. Uh, Jack in the back like invited himself over Who yesterday. He's like, "Hey, can guy? I come over for the hot dogs?" I'm like, "Sorry, no hot dog action, yo." I had my whole afternoon planned around eating hot dogs. I'm like, "I ain't going to the gym. <laughs> I ain't doing." Well, shit. I got some I got some hot dogs upstairs. We have to put them on the grill. Well, you know, we can't go outside. It's too cold. It's actually nipply out there today. That's why I'm wearing my crumb bum hat. Speaking of outside, and by the way, let nipply. me just say this again. For all of you douchebags on Twitter, and the douchebags on Twitter today are 101% Boston fans. Again, come at me, Boston fans, you jerk-offs. That's why people hate Boston. That's why they hate the Celtics. They hate the Patriots. They hate the Bruins. They hate the Red Sox cheating bastard Red Sox. The they hate the cheating by bastard Tony Patriots. not endorsed by the Tony Bruno Show. Yeah, exactly. What's not endorsed? <laughs> no. My opinions are my opinions, Robin. I don't give anybody else's opinions. I know. And I yes, got all these we morons know. Who are now confirming that I'm a racist? Because let me explain wait, wait, what wait, happened wait. here. Yeah, explain. Let me, com- how let me you, explain what happened. How are you? Okay. So I want to hear this. So you know, I saw the Bleacher Report, which they do a good job. But Bleacher Reports, like every other internet sports outlet, they're they're looking for clicks. They're a clickbait site. All these sites are clickbait. And I get it. That's how they make money. They get people to click on a story, and then they get views. It's just like people who watch the show, except you don't click in for one story. If you're watching the show, you like it, and we appreciate people following us on Twitch. You know, that's why we're in the top 10 podcast of 2019. Yes, sir. Because we try to do a good job every day. And so what happens is, at Boston College, those cheating scumbags. So my point is, last night, This is why I hate the NBA, and this is why I hate the 76ers. Not the 76ers as a team, which I've been following since they won a championship in 1967 when I was a teenager. Let's see, 67, I was 15 when they won a championship. Ripe young age. So I've been following basketball for a long, long time. I Through all the thick and thins, through the worst team in the NBA, through the best teams in the NBA, I've been following basketball in this town. Okay. Longer than any of these slapdicks were even alive. It doesn't mean I know more about basketball, but it means I follow things. And the other thing that I have proven in 50 years of broadcasting 
is that I treat everybody equally. You know, when I'm on the air nationally and somebody in Philadelphia does something stupid, I'm the first guy to denounce that person. That's true. That's true. But the national media, the Bleacher Reports and all of these clickbait sites, what do they do? If something happens in Philly, it doesn't matter. For example, last night, the game was on TNT, Sixers and Clippers. Okay. And so they show the introductions, and Joel Embiid comes out of the tunnel. We should play it. I don't want to even give Bleacher Report another click. So Bleacher Report posts, Joel Embiid coming out of the tunnel in introductions last night against the Clippers at Wells Fargo Center. And their headline is, Philly fans, boo, Joel Embiid. And so I listened to the tape. I watched it, and I listened to the tape. And you can't hear anybody booing. Right. There may be a couple of people who are booing. And oh, by the way, for all of you sanctimonious assholes out there trying to play God, because I had the audacity to throw facts in your faces. So Bleacher Report, oh, they boo. they're booing Joel Embiid. Guess what? A few people, anybody has a right to boo with Joel Embiid. When you work in this town, and this town has a history, and other sports towns like Boston and New York, where the fans are really, really primarily blue-collar, hard-working people. We love the guys who are the underdogs who go out and run through walls and bust their asses. Those are the people we admire. When you come to this town and you make gazillions of dollars to be a star and we kiss your ass and we tell everybody how great you are and you're the elite center, you're the future of the league, every once in a while, you know, you got to show up and go to work. You soft, bro. Right. You have to show up and go to work in this town. That's what it's about. Joel Embiid, as great as he is, takes nights off. As great as he can be. He's aloof. He's I get that. I like aloof every once in a while. But when it's time to work, you show up and work. And so even though he kids around and I get it and he doesn't really offend me when he does his stuff, I don't care what he does. I just want him to show up and play basketball games. That's all I do as a fan who watches the sport. And so, you know, he did the shush thing and then he has to explain it. Then he trolls people. I get that. I don't have a problem with that. So when Bleacher Report posts a video of him being introduced where you would need one of those hearing aids, the one that the guy in the living room who's, who's uh, son and daughter. Not Sonny Hill's living room. I no. believe I have it. It's not on Bleacher. It's on ESPN. But yeah, but Bleacher Report takes it from you. It was on the game was on TNT actually. But last I night. think this is the booing. Do you want to? Yeah, let's hear this. Okay. Tell me that this is. Oh my God, those Sixer fans were booing poor Joel Embiid last night. We need an emergency pod. We need an emergency podcast. How can these fans do this to Joel Embiid? Oh, poor Joel Embiid. Speed. All right, here we go. Give me time. a break, you soft assholes. I love a soft asshole. Well, every once in a while. Right? <laughs> no, you know I mean, come on. I'd like to, you know, doing whatever uh, I want and saying what is this? It's like a- it had been a busy few days for Joel and B. This, I don't want this part. I want the Bleacher Report clip where he's coming out of the tunnel. I don't want an ESPN uh, editorial. On, on, on how, how tough it's been for Joel and B the last couple of I you just said you didn't want to give No, me I, I don't want to. Oh, okay. That's the he only place wanna, I start. I didn't want to bring anyone there to, to click on it is what you said. It's right. fine. All, All right. they did was take a clip from the opening of the game on, on TNT where they come out of the tunnel. Because now this is the big story in the NBA. One player gets booed in pregame intros by a couple of people in an arena with 20,000 people. And this is a big story now. So they play this clip, and, and Ian Eagle was doing the game last night. My buddy Ian Eagle. Which is a great name. 
It's a great name. It is it? such a great. He's a great name. talent. He's Remember a great Iron guy. Eagle? Iron Eagle one. I know. Two, that's three, why every every single time I hear his I name, I'm thing. thinking that somebody said it wrong. <laughs> no, it's Iron Eagle. I know. I've known I Iron Eagle forever. I know. I introduced you to him at the Super Bowl last year. AJ and San Antonio saying, "What's higher right now, the price of the Super Bowl football?" Or Tony's blood pressure. I'm going to say my blood pressure right now. With the okay. football, by the All way, right. is is back up nine hundred and ten dollars uh-huh. starting right. bid. Starting bid today is nine ten. But 9-10. let me. So let's let's. I One have thing it. I'll say. So anyway, so let's play the okay, play the I'm clip. I'm playing. I'm playing the clip. Hang on, hang on. Hang I don't on. want the whole thing. I want I him coming out of the tunnel. That's it, right here. I don't want his whole life yeah. story. Wells Fargo Center. Oh, here we go. Do you hear Bowie there? I did not hear. Do you hear Bowie? The guy with the hearing aid in the living room in the commercial for an ear for an ear hearing aid. Okay, where the daughter? Did you see the commercial? First of all, did you see that commercial? No. Yes. It's a great commercial. It is a fantastic. It's for hearing aid. So there's there's a woman and obviously a young couple going to visit their in-laws or their parents. One of their parents. I don't know if it's the guy's parents or the girl's parents. So the mother, they give her a, a bouquet of roses or flowers. Okay. So the mom's like, "Oh, thank you for the flowers," and she's in the kitchen, and and the uh, and and the um, there it is. Here's a commercial. This is a great commercial. Watch this. This thanks is for what. Thanks us this weekend, Mrs. Garcia. Yeah, thanks, mom. Of course, and I love these flowers. Did you bring them? Condoms. What's up? Condoms. Condoms, Charlie. She wants to know if you brought any condoms. The watch. Yeah, I, I brought some. Ear go. <laughs> me while I whip this out. <laughs> That's epic. So the people at Bleacher Report must have an ear go hearing aid to hear the boos that rained down on Joel and Bede last night. There were a couple of people that booed. I don't. I don't then, think then, I the, heard the media, one. the national media, make Oh my God, that was horrible. And listen, nobody rips Philadelphia fans more than I do when they do something stupid, criminal, or anything else. I'm the first guy that wants them thrown the hell out of a city and thrown in the Delaware River or in the Boston Harbor. For all you jerk offs in Boston and Boston? all you pussy ass Celtic fans. And crybaby losers in Boston. Okay, so let me understand. So you ripped the. So I ripped. No, so, and no, so I see the Bleacher Report okay. thing, and the first person who reacted to it was Al Horford's wife. Now, Al Horford, obviously, they paid him a lot of money to come here. He played in Boston for a bunch of years, great player. The Sixers loved how he played against them last year. Mm-hmm. And so when he was a free agent, they went out and paid him a lot of money. And most people said that's a great move, right? Most people, yeah, that's what they need. They need another big guy to help Joel Embiid. Well, obviously, because of the coaching situation and whatever, how this helped, the coach was never, ever held accountable for this. And now all the, the, the process dorks, the Spike Eskins of the world, they're not blaming ever blaming Brett Brown. Now they're blaming Elton Brand, the GM, for put, putting the team together improperly, bringing in Hal, Al Horford. They love the so Horford this is, well, this when is, it happens. I know. They this, always love a signing when it happens. So this is the way I – so the Bleacher Report was posted. You saw it, I believe, when Anna Horford – Yeah, Anna leaked. Horford, who I don't know, and I don't have any problems right. with it. So and she tweets, not going to lie, G-U-N-N-A, not going to lie, this fan base is confusing AF. What is so confusing? They boo players in this town sometimes. It happens. They well, boo players in every town exactly. when they're, when they're star right. players who don't perform. It has nothing to do with race, color, or creed. It's not even about performing, but it's what he's saying on and off the court. Like, we hear this stuff. It's being played all over the place. They talk about it at nauseum on Sports Talk Radio locally. 
it gets out. But the so point what, is that they weren't boo. I mean, there was like maybe two people booing. Exactly. Right? Okay. So, but, but, so Bleacher Report's headline on the video. What was the headline on the Bleacher Report video? Robin? Is Sixers fans booed Embiid during his intro? Okay. As Sixers fans. Were... So that's when you see that headline or you see that on Bleacher Report, you're going to click on it to hear it, like we did. There was and, nothing. And, and so that to me, and again, I'm not defending. I'm not saying people should boo. People have a right to boo. Yes. Oh, and there we go. Right? It wasn't in Philly that Santa Claus once got exactly. booed. Exactly. I mean, so I on, see dude. all of these people. So I say to Anna, you know, respectfully, I say to Anna Horford, I responded to her, and I said, I hear you. Imagine if the number of booing people were as racist as the fools in Boston you obviously missed. Now, again, I didn't condemn an entire fan base. So what happens is my comment, all of a sudden, all these Boston assholes on Twitter are coming after me saying, well, Santa Claus, you're the people who respect the statue of a fictitious fighter while you, you condemned Joe Frazier because of the color of his skin. That's the kind of idiotic, first of all, when Joe Frazier, Joe Frazier was revered in this town. Joe Frazier was one of the greatest fighters in history. And in fact, there's no statue of him as disgusting. There is a well, statue of him. I'm sorry, the fact and you know who, who, started the, who started the let's get Joe Frazier a statue? Who was that person on the radio who said Joe Frazier should have a statue in this town mm, before a fake I boxing character? it was somebody named Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno, that is correct. In fact, then the artist who actually sculpted the Joe Frazier statue was listening to me on the radio and said, great idea, let's start getting some fundraising together because, you know, it costs money to build the sketch statue, not only to sculpt it, but then to cast it and then to put it out. We have a Joey Giardello statue. We have real boxing heroes. So for all of you assholes in Boston who just want to throw shit out there and then not have to have any account for it, so they started with the, oh, the Santa Claus, and you guys love a fictitious boxer. I despise Rocky. I despise everything about Rocky and the Rocky statue. You're a rude so, guy. I'm- so don't clump me in with these other assholes. In fact, most of the people who go see the Rocky statue are out-of-town tourists. They're not local people. They're the tourists. They're the Boston fans who come to town and the fans of the NBA teams that come here and go pose at the Rocky statue and put their jerseys on them, right? How many assholes have come to this town and put their jerseys? The Minnesota Viking fans put a, a Viking jersey they on the Rocky statue. They all do. Again, I don't care what you do to the Rocky statue. You can sleep with the Rocky statue. You can give it fellatio for all I care. It's hard all the time, at least, though. That's a- now, did you see, did you see what Seth Joyner posted? No. Hey, so he's he's on vacation right now. Right. And he oh, says, yeah, I saw that. And he says, on vacation, looking at this Embiid thing with the Philly fans, why aren't these athletes educated in the Philly way? Shut up, spill your guts, blood and tears for the fans, and they will love you eternally. Stop fighting battles you can't nor want to win. Head down, mouth shut, just play. That's directed right at Embiid, too. Just exactly. shut up and play. Remember, like, I wasn't, I'm, I'm not an Embiid hater, and the problem is... That, you know, Embiid has been worshipped in this town because he's the future. He's the franchise, Can I say it? Can I just flat out come out and say that the Philadelphia fan base has one of the softest egos in the world? Absolutely. So do the the Celtics fans. And it needs to be stroked more than just about anyone else because, God forbid, 
God forbid, as a player, you go back at them in any way, shape, or oh, form. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. You can't do... No, 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 no. no you can't and do... It, we're supposed to be so hard and tough, but we're soft as Charmin when someone comes back at us. That's very we true. We are. So look at yourself in the mirror, Philadelphia fan base. No one likes a hypocrite because that's what you all sound like whenever you come back at a player and then you get all pissed off and up in arms when they come back at you. They got a voice and they're allowed to use it. I'm no, sorry. No. I just wanted to finish that. I, I apologize. I hear you, but I, listen, I, I love Joel and truth. But the problem is... The problem is not just – it's not Joel Embiid. I mean, Joel Embiid's an immature kid. It's all of them. He's an immature kid, and he does what he wants, and that's fine. And also – But he also knows this city. He didn't just fall in here last week. He's been here for years. He knows what's been going on. He's been watching this whole thing happen. Again, can he have – does he have a bad night? Of course. Nobody nobody complains when a player has a bad night or is hurt. But when you have load management, and then you're you're out there, and you don't play as hard on the road as you do at home – that's what the fans pay to see. 100% right. You know, like when I come in here, we go to the Super Bowl. Do I, I'm in Miami. Am I working less hard because I'm in a beautiful place? You see, when we go to the Super Bowl, we go to the Acme. We work our asses we, we, work, we, we go through those aisles. Tony doesn't expect anything less. Speed, speed, speed. Exactly. Why I find him, hey, look, Robin, chickens, too. For yeah, man. <laughs> so anyway, so this is how a, a stupid Twitter feud starts. So then all of these asshole Boston fans. I didn't call all Boston fans racist. So when they started throwing stuff about Philadelphia, they, they didn't like God, a white so, so boxer. Oh. They didn't like, we didn't like Joe Frazier in this town because he was black. They're bringing up the race card to me. They start throwing race stuff at me Dude. when I was the guy who was the first guy to say, let's get a statue for a real boxing champion, Joe Frazier, Joe Frazier. not Sylvester Stallone. Joe Frazier was one of my heroes. Okay, I'm going to play up. devil's advocate here, Tony. Yes. Careful. You did. <laughs> you were the one, though, that was pointing out if the imagine if the Philly fans were as racist as the Boston fans. No, what right? I did. Here's what I did. I didn't say as I said Boston has a hist. Philadelphia has a history where they throw out Santa Claus, a story that's been debunked for 50 plus years. But it's right? the old narrative. They have to go and back they throw on. out the batteries. Okay. And that's the, the Santa Claus thing. And no matter, no matter how many times it's been explained and and. and Explained as a drunken guy in a Santa Claus suit goes out and he gets booed at halftime of an Eagles game at Franklin Field in the 1960s. It's, oh, those fans are so mad they booed Santa Claus. That story's been debunked by Tom Brookshire, who I worked with and replaced at WIP in 1990. That story doesn't even exist. It's a hoax. You know what it is? So, in other words, you were pointing out that Boston fans get blamed for being racist when they aren't necessarily. No, I'm pointing out this. Some jackass from Boston, because I pointed out to Al Horford's wife, who was up there with him when he was playing for the Celtics, that while Philadelphia has done stupid things, some fans in Philadelphia, when the one, one moron in Philadelphia does something stupid or illegal, the entire world of national media condemns the entire city. Is that a, is that a, a, a fallacy or is that fact? No, that's fair. It's been happening for decades. Philadelphia, they're animals. Oh, they got a jail cell in this. St- All these stadiums have jail cells in them. I'm not defending bad behavior. I never have, and I never will. When some idiot in a, in a Philadelphia sports team does something stupid, I'm the first guy, the first guy who will rip those assholes. And so the point is, Boston does have a history of some fans right. getting in trouble. So what did I do when these people were throwing race stuff at me? I pulled a Boston. I did a quick Google search. Just Google Boston fans racism. And again, people saying dumb stuff doesn't make you a racist. Doing dumb stuff makes you a racist. Saying something stupid does not make you a racist. I defended Shaq 
when Shaq was playing for the Lakers and Yao Ming came into the league. And then Yao Ming was getting all these all-star votes. You remember when Shaq and, and then Yao Ming was getting all the votes in China because they opened up the voting to the fans. And there's a billion people in China. There's a, there's a billion people in Why China. Why does India fucking vote, you know? Yeah, and so, 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 so Shaq was losing to Yao Ming, and then somebody asked Shaq for his reaction to Yao Ming getting more all-star votes than him. He had a better year. By the way, Shaq, African-American, Yao Ming, Chinese person. All right, great player, obviously, but the greatest player in Chinese history. Right. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the best great Hall player. Of fame. So Chuck does jokingly says, Tell Yao Ming, I said, going, going, what? You know, he did some like ch- fake Chinese accent. And he was decried oh, he as was a racist destroyed. by everybody on the face of the earth. Do you understand the words exactly. that are coming out of my mouth? So I'm defending Shaq, not because. Not because what Shaq did was it was sort of inappropriate. This is before the woke moment, yeah. by the way. This is fi- 20 years ago. This is 18 years ago, before everything was woke. Before the alarm And everything that anybody said meant that you had to be canceled or fired. All right? So I saw to all these fans who were coming at me from Boston, all I did was find a story from the Boston Globe. I didn't find a USA Today or some West Coast honk or some other national person who doesn't live, hasn't been to Boston, hasn't been to Philly, who just likes to paint a broad brush painting of an entire fan base being racist because a couple of morons have been nailed and thrown out of sporting events. So I take a story from the Boston Globe by a Boston Globe writer and just posted that and said, hey, I'm not making Which stuff up. Which is a up. recent one, and by oh, the way. Yeah, this isn't like 1960 right, where the Eagle Santa Claus story. This is published like two so years again, ago. Does that no, mean I'm either. contempt? Does that mean? But so this is how stupid people are and how outright ignorant they are. To, where I never, ever said, all of Boston fans are racist. I said Boston fans have yelled racist stuff at ballplayers, most of it in the NBA. And they've been arrested, and, and not arrested, but they've been thrown out of the they've arenas. reprimanded for But it, that's sure. not the entire fan base. Of course. Those fans who did that stuff were held accountable. That's how it works. The idiots here who run on the field and got tased for running on the field. They got held accountable, and they stopped using tasers when fans run on the field. Here's what it all comes down to, ready? A few guys booed at Embiid, right? Who gives a shit? Who cares? They're allowed to do it if they want to. They're, bo- they're, not, they're, they're not booing him as a human being. They're booing him for the stuff that he said that went against them because it's fans versus player, player versus fans. It's the way it's always been. And they don't like it when someone says something back to them because, God forbid, a player stands up for themselves and calls out a fan. And they here's just, the problem. It's okay. But, but here's the problem. Again, I, fans can call me all the names they want. You know, Bruno's a racist. I'm a racist. I did one thing in 2011, which I immediately responded to, and I immediately pulled down and never said it on the air, and it was a response to a manager, not a player, and then I used a dumb term in there. And guess what happened as a result of that? All of you sanctimonious douchebags. I had my life threatened. I had to have security guards. I had to have security guards outside my house because there are groups of people out there who look on Twitter. And this is 2011. We're talking nine years ago. Nine stinking years ago, I was watching a baseball game during the nighttime hours. Mm -hmm. And what happens? I see Bruce Bochy ordering one of his pitchers to throw at somebody, which is one of the things I hate most about baseball, is throwing at a guy because somebody else hit a home run. So I called Bruce Bochy a coward on Twitter, and then I, I, I called this pitcher a name, and I didn't even know who the pitcher was. So it was just a generic dumb statement. I pulled it immediately. Somebody pulled a screen grab of it and then proceeded to destroy my life. And it cost me my job. It cost me death threats. 
It Even costs the station sponsorships, and that's how I was dealt with yeah. for making a dumb mistake on Twitter, not on the air. And so now I got everybody pulling up old clips of, oh, yeah, Tony, you're not a ra- You don't have a history of racism. No, I don't have a history of racism. And for all you people claiming, oh, I didn't like Joe Frazier, I helped get the Joe Frazier statue built in this city. So don't come at me with all your bullshit because you're butthurt that I actually pointed out that Boston fans have a history of doing stupid things too. That's how it works in the world. I don't defend anybody doing stupid stuff. I don't defend anybody doing illegal stuff in any city, anywhere. But one thing I've never done, I've never thrown a blanket over an entire city or an entire fan base for the acts of a couple of morons. And here's what makes this whole story even more pathetic. The fact that Joel Embiid was booed by a couple of people to the point where you couldn't even hear the booing, and then it becomes a national story that Joel Embiid was booed, that just shows you how (laughs) pathetic the NBA, the NBA exists one re- for one reason now. All this bullshit peripheral stuff. Nobody cares about the games. Their ratings suck. Their ratings suck in the NBA. They're losing to my 600-pound life on, on nights that the games are on TNT and ESPN. Did you know that? It's captivating television, I'm telling you. That, that shows my 600-pound life beats the NBA on nighttime primetime games. So don't come at me with, oh, the NBA is a great league. I love basketball. The NBA is now, despite the worldwide approach and sucking up to China and bringing in great players from all over the world who are tremendous, tremendous players, the NBA is not a dominant league. It's only dominant because people buy into all the bullshit in the periphery and the shoes and, you know, and the, and the all-star game which is a total waste of time, just like every other well, All-Star game. Well, China and the NBA and everything going on there is going to be on hold for the indefinite period because they have 60 million people on lockdown because of the coronavirus. Well, I agree with you with everything you said about the, the majority of fans doing that. Look it wasn't the, the majority per- of fans. I'm saying the peripheral stuff. That's what attracts them to the yep. league. I, for one, could care less about the peripheral stuff. I like the game of basketball. I, I know you do. I love, I, no, but I love watching today's NBA. I think, it's fan- I think it's fantastic. It really is. Once you wipe away all the bullshit from the sides, if you just watch the, the, this, the athleticism of these players and what they're doing, it's incredible. It's an incredible skill set. But when you, when you mix in all the other crap that goes along with it, all the peripheral stuff, quote-unquote, then the league becomes just bleh. Well, the league, we said it yesterday. We were talking baseball is about strikeouts now and home runs. You either hit a home run or you get a strikeout. Nobody cares about. Well, remember now they're changing the way they swing. They swing the ball. They swing the bat now. They're swinging with that upwards velocity. To exactly. Try to get the ball my, out. my point is, baseball is suffering ratings wise, which leads to Rob Manfred now trying to look for gimmicks to try to get the fans back after yes. the Astros scandal. And so the NBA has a problem now. They've got seven foot guys who want to stand back behind the arc and take three point shots. That's why I don't like the modern day NBA. That's not what basketball was meant to do. Imagine if there was no three-point line in basketball. What would happen then? So I don't like that modern-day part of it. You can watch it all you want. I still watch the games, but I don't think that seven-footers taking three-point shots is what basketball, when, when Naismith invented the game and put the peach basket up, it wasn't like, hey, everybody, let's stand as far back as we can and shoot Just jumpers. Chuck from the cheap seats, baby. Exactly. You think that's good basketball? Go ahead and watch it. I don't tell anybody what to watch. I tell you what I think of things. And so this racism thing, I never play the race card. I'm the exact opposite. 
More people play the race card now than ever before. Oh, yeah. About everything. I say get over it with, with the ridiculous. race card. Ridiculous. And it has nothing to do with Joel Embiid's race. Von Hayes was one of the most despised guys in this city. He was white as hell. And you know why they despised him? Because he was part of a five-for-one trade. That and when he came out. here and didn't live up to the expectations when you trade five players to get one, it doesn't matter what your color is. In a blue-collar sports town, no matter where it is, if you come into a city and you get paid a lot of money, and you got people making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, paying their hard-earned money to park, pay over, pay for pizza, beer, hot dogs, and everything else, and the players don't look like they care or aren't playing hard, you're going to get booed every once in mm-hmm. a while. That's what fans are supposed to do. They're not running on the floor. They're not throwing things. They're booing. And by the way, very few people were booing Joel Embiid. Very, very few. And by the way. Booing does not necessarily mean that you don't like the player. You're sending a little message. You're sending a little message, um, but it can also be good-natured because, Tony, you have been booed in San Francisco by Giants fans. Absolutely. I I walked into into the A&T Park, but the fans were like, because I had a Phillies jersey on. Right, right, right. But, you know, I was on the air there for 17 years, so the fans who were hating me because I was a Phillies fan in their town, they were also, but then they would turn around and what would they say, Robin? You suck, right? Is yeah, it, do we have tape on that? Uh, on but it was funny because they were saying it as a sports fan, not as a uh, hating me as a human being kind of thing. I think I have some tape of it. You suck. No, yeah, not that. Was, uh, ass. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to, let me see if I can find it. I know it's on here somewhere because they, they were like doing a chant. They were like, you, it wasn't you suck. It was something else. I don't uh, know what it was. Who's calling right now, Robin? Is it another one of those... Uh, if it's one of those, I want you to play it on the air because Robin yeah. got one Tony, yesterday. Jack in the back is saying, is the use of hats on the air approved by the police commissioner? Absolutely. No, I might have the right color and nail polish on, though. Yeah. I, I'll get to that in a minute, too. i got to get to that. Here's the one thing about this hat, though. This is what this does. This magically tra- transforms your hair into a 1920s gangster. You ready for this? Well, it doesn't do anything to my hair. But let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a, look at that. Look at that, dude. You do. do you look like a gangster yeah. from the Prohibition yeah. days. Yeah, you see? Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, dog. Yeah. And what are you going to call me? Oh, toots. Hey, yeah. toots. Hey, toots. Yeah, toots. Toots. Hey, toots. hey, you, you dirty rat. Yeah, you hey, dirty you, rat. you. You kill my you brother. Dog face uh, pony uh, show rider, whatever the hell it is. Speaking of dog faces, we will have a Westminster Kennel Club dog show recap. I can't today. wait. I love a dog show. Because you know, everybody that knows this knows that even when I was doing all the national stuff, one of my favorite parts, times of the year was the. This time when the sports world is sort of quiet after football's over. The Westminster. The Westminster Kennel Club dog show. Hold on. I, I have Here it the- is. We have tape of me in San Francisco being vociferously denounced by the fans who then obviously wanted pictures and autographs and uh, selfies and stuff. Boo that man. Boo 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 <laughs> oh, that's a boot. He's a bum. What's the matter, Bruno? He's a bum. Would you have a Phillies jersey on? Yeah. <laughs> but see, that was good nature. There was yeah. no. It's animal. fun. And that's kind of when when Embiid gets booed, it's kind of in that same vein. No, it's don't not. Hate no, no, it's different. People don't hate Embiid. Again. That's what I'm they saying. They want Embiid to succeed. They want him to play hard every night. The, but this people, those people were having fun. Speaking the of people hate- booing Embiid weren't doing it. They, they were just, 
they don't like the fact that that he trolls them. By the way, speaking of trolling. And I love trolling. Pumpkins. Speaking of trolling. Yes, we have a trolling update? No, that is who is calling right now. This is that guy, Terry, from yesterday. Who is an ass. Now, Rahik was calling during the show and then complained to Robin yes. that I was afraid to talk to him. Right, and it's like we had already been five minutes overtime, and he complained that I, I was I was telling him because I wouldn't put him on the show because we were five minutes overtime that he that that meant that Tony was afraid to talk to him. We should put him on. <laughs> Wait a minute, pumpkin. Yeah, I just saw pumpkin that. That was a, that's a great. Six. My dog just got an erection as soon as you brought up the dog show. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do we have a dog show recap, we will have a Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous segment today. Mm-hmm. We will How the have other a, half lives. Yes, we will have a a big peace update today. Yep. Speaking Tony, of who that. was it that you used to talk to regarding the Westminster talk show? What it was, was the David guys? Fry. He doesn't David do it Fry. anymore. David Fry was the guy for so many years because it rained. Rhyme too. Now he's doing the the national dog show, which is done here in Philly in the summer. Do you know that? There's but, a national dog show which they do up at the Oaks Convention Center okay. in Montgomery yeah, I County. Know, I know it. And that's the one that they air during the holidays. But that's taped earlier in the year. So that's taped like around August or September. Did, but that's the National Dog Show. The Westminster Kennel Club is the oldest one. It's been around since 1877. Did you, uh, when you were at the Super Bowl, I didn't, I didn't hear this, this, this interview if you did have it, but did you guys talk to Bonnie Joe? I didn't see Bonnie Joe this year. I did not see she, her. You know, she's the one yeah. that does the puppy bowl. Did you guys see her at all? No, no, okay. we didn't see her. I was just her. curious. Trust me, you know if I saw her, you don't think I would have gone out and, and corralled her? Of course. The way, they had, the way they had the radio row set up was a little bit weird this time because they had half of the radio shows on one side um, and then another half on the other side. And so we were split up, and you couldn't even see. It was kind of weird. Yeah, but anyway, so I know, anyway. Bob, so, you know, we know so many people. But uh, John O'Hurley does it. And you know who John O'Hurley is, right? No, I have no idea. He was yes, he's from... Jay Peterman from the Seinfeld Oh, that's, that's his real name? John O'Hurley's got a great voice. I know him Peterman. Yeah, he's Peterman. But he's the guy who does the national dog show now. David Fry went to the other dog show. He was doing the Westminster for so many years. Yeah. I remember when Joe Garagiola used to do the, the Westminster Kennel Club dog Joe show. Joe Garagiola. Seriously, Joe Garagiola was the analyst that did the Westminster Kennel Club dog show. This is a dog and pony show, too. Captain Russell House says, uh, first bid, 50 bucks. 50 bucks? The, wait a minute. Let's get, this, let's get it back to the ball here. Let's recap. So yesterday, we, um, someone won the ball but decided to donate the ball so we, can, so we can have an auction on air to raise proceeds for the St. Jude organization. The St. Jude's Children's they, Research they, Hospital. They specified that they wanted the money to go to St. Jude. So what we did was, what I did was, is I calculated the total estimated value of this ball on the low end, which was right, right around $2,529 $2, low end. Right. With all the signatures. Let's make it an even $2,500. And then again, that's the low end of autographs. Because you can buy end. a football with a Warren Moon autograph on it alone. For, for $200 minimum. Now, I, minimum. Have, a, I minimum. have a question for you. If you have just the Warren Moon low end minimum, um, 200. 200. But if you start adding names, does the name that does the ball value go up exponentially or is it just That's a good question because most people when they buy a ball it's signed by one person and then it's got a certificate of authenticity because there's so much fake stuff out there now. I don't know, but the bottom line is we've got how many Hall of Famers on that ball? Four. <clears throat> Four Hall of Famers. Well, it could be five oh. or six by the time it's all said and done if they ever let Brian Mitchell in there. Exactly. So there's a couple guys borderline and the bottom line is they're all the guests that came on our show at Radio Row. Yeah, there's also some celebrities on there, some just national exactly. TV celebrities. Exactly. So to somebody who wants that ball, 
obviously, it's cool to have. Right. You know, you got a lot of really cool people on there and Hall of Famers as well. So we started the bidding yesterday at a conservative $200. It skyrocketed yes, to it did. $900. So the leader in the clubhouse right now is AJ in San Antonio for $900. The opening bid starts today he at 910 He snuck the last mm-hmm. because it was at uh, it was at $875. $875, and he's like, nope, we're going to end it on $900. So with today, so we'll start starting. the bidding. We're going to try. We're going to do this to the rest of the week, see how much money we can collect. Closing for... show Friday when yep. you hear... That's it. All in, all said and done. The ball is gone. Yes, and FYI, um, you will not be paying us, the Tony Bruno Show. No, no, no. Whoever no, no. wins, uh, I contacted because I wanted to make sure this was all on the up and up and that you, whoever purchases it will get the tax write-off. Um, and I didn't know exactly how to do that. If you sent a check here, that would have been weird. So I contacted St. Jude to make sure that we're all on the up and up and that they are fully aware of it, and they are sending me the link that when whoever wins it, wins it, that they can pay St. Jude directly, and um, there's going to be some other fun stuff. And anybody else that actually just wants to donate to St. Jude, Saint dude, 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 Saint dude. Hey. dude. I like dude. that. I know the Big Lebowski was in the house. Saint dude, bro. Saint dude, bro. Yeah, you thought it was Saint Jude. It's actually Saint dude, and it's no, it's Saint Jude down in Memphis, dude. Tennessee. And um, and the link will be up uh, as soon as I can figure that out how to post it. And um, uh, there are other things that you can get. So if you donate, then there's gonna like T-shirts, and it's actually kind of cool. So it's a fundraiser. That we're just spontaneously starting all because of this one guy who said he wanted to donate it and all proceeds go to St. Jude. So thank you very much. Beervax um, says, can I make payments? This isn't QVC. We're not on yeah. easy pay here. That's right. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you got to buy well, this ball. You can put it on a credit card. So, yeah, you could. You could. I mean, yeah. if you want to do it that way. There yeah, is a Saint, Jack in the back check. There is a St. Dude's Medical Marijuana Hospital. That's in the Oakland Hills, though. It's not here in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's adjacent from St. Bra. <laughs> it's right near, uh, what's it called, the uh, university out there in Oakland? Amsterdam. Amster- no. Oaksterdam. Oaksterdam. You get it? Oaksterdam, because it's like Amsterdam, where Robin says people don't think of Amsterdam as a, a big hub of uh, marijuana smoking yeah, activity. Well, you know, that's just like... Uh... Your opinion, man. Yes. When we, if, it's, if we go, when we do St. Dude's, we'll get a medical bong, a 15 tentacle bong sign. By yeah, everybody. and have every. Oh. We'll have can like you, Cheech and Chong come over and sign it. I like Snoop. No, I'm lighting imagine? a candle with St. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine having Kyle Turley and all these oh, other yeah. people signing the, the bong for everybody? Now, Chris Long, <laughs> all these dudes, man. I predict that that would bring in a lot of money, actually. Oak <laughs> Town 357. Look at a bong signed by, uh, by Chris Long. Yeah. Yes. Hits from the bong, baby. Cheech and Chong. I mean, just think of the the major, major pot smokers. Just pass it around, brother. That would be signing a bong. Snoop. Yeah, I mentioned Snoop. Chris Cheech Long. and Chong. Cheech and Chong. I mean, Cheech and Chong. Well, just Chong. Cheech, Cheech is Ch- dead. Isn't Cheech dead? No, they're not. he's not dead. I thought Cheech died. No, he didn't die. No, Maybe I'm wrong. No. Okay, Are you so. serious right I'm, now, I hope man? I'm wrong. I hate to do it to you, man. No, no, no don't do it yet. Hold on. Let me do it I just saw him in front of a strip club. No, no, no. He's club. not dead. He's okay. 73 years old. Cheech and Marin, he's man. He's, he's still alive. How can you have him dead? What, do you have him in a pool or something? Something like that. <laughs> he's only 73. It's Cheech Marin, bro. Willie Nelson. Willie like Nelson. And Tommy, Tommy Chong is still alive. Oh, yeah. And Tommy Chong is more. You see him a lot more because he's selling. He's been selling weed 
and all kinds of bong product forever. Before it was even illegal. Before it was legal, I should say, or illegal. He finally, in the last 10 years, he's like, hallelujah, I've been trying to get this stuff off the ground for years. So I got still, I still have these Boston douchebags. Oh, I'm a, I, I'm a proven racist. I, uh, yeah. Just Tony. leave him alone. Just Tony. Just no. I don't them. want people spreading stuff, and it's on the internet. I, I, I told you. I've already explained the story. What happened? I know. If you do something stupid in your job, let me to all you people who are, <laughs> who, are who are now trying to ruin my cancel me with cancel culture for something that happened. How many years ago? Twenty nine years ago. Yeah. Nine years ago, late at night. I got. I lost my job. Okay. I lost my job. I had my life threatened. I, know. I had terrorists online trying to come after me to destroy my life for and one the, tweet. And this- so you do something stupid, and I want to see what your punishment is. Okay, Tony. when you you comment me when your life is perfect and you've never done one thing. I've been talking on radio for fifty years. Okay, and I didn't even say it on the radio. That's the amazing part. People are purporting that I actually went on the air and made that kind of a comment. So get your facts straight. So get your facts straight and stick it up your ass. And I've never really rooted against. Circle podcast is saying, "Let it go, Tony. It's not worth you giving any more energy to you. Are correct. Just, just, just ignore it." I'm just going to block these assholes. Yeah, just. And I don't like to block people when people spread fake news. Here's here's one thing, I, and this is this is from the other side. So and this Tony is all did, Boston fans. Yes. So again, Tony, Tony, I let want me finish Boston this. fans to all kiss my ass. Not all Boston Tony. fans. All Boston no, fans. No, it's not all Boston fans. Even here, Dean. No. I want Dean to represent all the. He's a Boston fan. I want him to be the guy, the sacrificial lamb who must come forward and denounce all these people, and then come and. Apologize to me. Speaking of Dean, I owe Dean a dollar. He was right last yes. night. He took the six but here, years. I can took I, the Clippers. Can I just say something really freaking quick? You can say anything you want. When the, the, what proves that you are not. I don't have to a, prove anything, I know, Robin. But I just went, this was huge back in, when all of this was going on. You had all of your true fans that knew you, that listened to you every single day, that happened to be of color, of whatever color it was that they were, they came out in defense of you, including a very high-spoken Mexican radio host, Piolin, who is one of the largest radio hosts. Robin, I don't need you to try to confirm what everybody knows. It's just frustrating from this side, seeing everything that you went through because of a stupid statement that you didn't mean the way it came out and was taken out of context. It doesn't matter. I was held accountable. See, this is a world of accountability. That's what people want. You do something wrong. I didn't commit a crime. You do something wrong. Why are you bringing up beers? I don't want a beer. I don't want any alcohol. Oh, you know what you do need to get them, though? Is that uh, bottle of water that's in the refrigerator? It's yellow, but it's not urine from the cat. No. Because we have to take a urine sample over. I do not want any alcohol in this program. I don't need to calm down. I'm fine. The yellow bottle upstairs, a bottle of water, it has turmeric in it. Can you go grab that for him? Because he's supposed to be drinking that. It's turmeric. It's not turmeric. It's it's turmeric. No, it's... It's T-U-M. There's no R in front of the... Yes. Yes. Oh, well. Bob, I hate to do it to you. Okay, I get a bump, bump, de bump. I need a wiener. Can you grab out my? Uh, I got some. Uh, I got some dogs in the freezer. They're the quiet. I only get Hebrew National or Nathan's. 
I love the 100% beef hot dogs. None of the byproducts, None of, even though I eat Scrapple, I want to make sure my hot dogs are 100% kosher beef. So now you Burton, Burton Gas says, and they were talking about this earlier, that you got to have a rant, Luigi got to have a rant, so you so should have a rant. No, you, you can have allowed, a rant anytime you want, You Robin. should have allowed me to speak and allowed me to have a rant. But your but rant was, it was not based on fact. <laughs> Actually, it was based on fact, Tony. No, you were trying to compare... Booing Joel and B to no, no, people no, no, no. booing me in San Francisco. That was Francisco. not the rant. That was my rant. Was let me freaking speak. That looks like pure urine. It does look. It does like look urine. like urine. But it's urine. Either you're in or you're yeah. out. Now go ahead, Robin. I didn't find no, the hot I I cannot I cannot uh, plan a rant. It's turmeric. T u m e r i c. Plan a rant. Where'd they open up for the M o u s e? No, it is turmeric. T u r m e r i c. Booyah. Are you sure? Yes, I'm looking it up. I right watched now. that doctor guy Turmeric. who's pimping every medical place. They said that show, the doctors, the one dude who does all the talking on that show, and there's two other doctors. And they, I saw it in my dog. I don't have a soundboard. Thank uh, you. Excuse me. Big, you need to give yourself a bum bumpty bump. I'll give him one. Thank you. Turmeric. Dogs at Sears, They're in the freezer. In the freezer? In the freezer. You can't make a hot dog while we're on the air. We're going to put it in boiling water. We'll put it in boiling no. water. Can we bring down the... We know what we need to do here like they have on the cooking shows. Yeah. We do little hot stuff. What do you call it? One of those little burners. The uh, I know what you're talking about, though. Not a burner phone. I need one of the those. The little ranges. Sir. We just need the little Yeah, the little range that they have plate, on the side. A hot plate. A hot plate. And then we can get the we can either get the water boiling or we can do it on the grill. I, w- I don't like my hot dogs boiled. Robin, go on QVC real quick. There's got to be one we can get on Easy Pay. Why? Because we'll get we'll get one no. ship. I have one. You yeah. have a burner plate? Yeah. I, yeah, I have everything. That, I don't have a burner account, though. Ridiculous. See, it's turmeric, but the R is silent, so you say turmeric. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Why don't we get up that, that sound yeah. thing that we do again? Okay. Oh, hold on. How put, to put those bump bump the bumps back in the hopper. All right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- t- all right, let's see. Uh, turmeric. Ha! ha! See, there's a turmeric's in there. Do you hear? Let, let me you, give you another one now. Me, I give myself a. Let me. There's even an option here to play it slowly for those of you who still right, don't let's understand. Slow it down so that everybody turmeric. can. I do it one more Get time. It? Now, go ahead. Get it? Did you hear that? Like, quiet R- now. Everybody, quiet on the set. Turmeric. There you go. So that Thank once you. again another. Well, no, yes, they do. Have, you have you not learned that as far as pronunciation is concerned, Miss Robin is 99% correct. So you really should stop arguing with me about pronunciation. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Damn it. Yes, we should. Can we get a hot dog roller? <laughs> That's what I want. I want one. Oh. Get those weenies spinning. Where's that, where's that damn set and forget it girl? Like you do eight hot dogs in that thing. Nah, you can't put that in the Ron, Ron Popeil Showtime Rotisserie Grill. Yes, you can. No, if you leave it in there, those sons of bitches will be like... No, be like I vaguely, I vaguely <laughs> remember there being an ad on... Uh, uh, on TV for yeah. this hot dog, like a t- hot dog toaster. Do you remember that? Yeah, it, you, saw, you yeah. put the bun in and yep. you put the hot dog in another side and then it, it made both the bun and the hot dog. Do you remember this? Am yes, I, I, no, I remember it. It, 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 it. You could probably go on Amazon and find them now. I wish you could get a nice house that had one of those already in there. A house with a... I think yeah. if you wanted to buy uh, the Big Pieces house, he probably has one of those in there. See? In fact, we should do that update now, Robin. What, what, what? Our NBA segment is over. Uh, well, you Robin's right. You know, let me give Robin a, a, a round of applause. Thank you. There it is. That's what I've seen it. 
I've seen that. Hold on. There's the hot dog toaster, Tony Bruno. Toaster? Dork. A hot dog. A hot dog. I remember seeing the ads for this going, how lazy do you need to be to have a freaking hot dog toaster? Yeah, that's, call, see, that's late. Why don't we call Tony Luke and get some of them round hot dogs that he's got? He keeps oh, telling yeah. me he's going to bring them over. The hot he dog does. patties. So here it is, this toaster. It's only $17.34 with Prime. <laughs> it slices and dices of circumcised. But it only does two hot dogs at a time. So you put the two dogs in the middle. And then on each end of it, that's where you get the buns, and you open the buns up so they're toasted inside. we got to have one of those on standby just for the show, because you can just pop an hot dog anytime during the Uh, show. No, and and by the way, I'm not putting this on Amazon wish list, because... We're going to get like 15 of them delivered tomorrow now. I need one. Hot hot dogs are not going to be on our allowed list of things starting, because we are starting our healthy lifestyle. Yes, we have a nutritionist. That is the breaking news. Turkey dogs, Robin, without the nitrates. You can have a healthy hot dog. So it's people possible. don't people don't think that we're serious about getting our lives back in order here. It's some bullshit. This is some bullshit. <laughs> but but before we start our new our new uh, food planning, we got to eat these hot dogs. <laughs> we got to have a couple dogs. I don't like any kielbasa. I don't want any of the sauce. I don't want kielbasa. I don't want chorizo. I just want a hot dog. Chorizo's good stuff, though. I know it's good, but I don't want it. I Be- want a dog. Beach Babe 1204. Now I feel like a hot dog, damn it. Is it a sandwich? <laughs> LOL. A hot dog is a A hot a dog is more of a taco than it is a sandwich. Yeah, no, it isn't. It's yes, a sandwich. Yes, it is. It's more a- of a taco. No. It's open a- and it's... What does a hot dog look more like, a sandwich or a taco? Put it side by side. It doesn't look anything like a taco. Shut the fuck up for 10 seconds. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, somebody just walked up and that played that perfectly. That was perfect. I like brats. Every brats once in a while. A brat on a grill is good. I like bratwurst. Shut the fuck up for 10 seconds. Now, who the hell is doing that to us? I don't know why. It Whoever it is, twice. I love it. That's yeah. EKT8750. Yeah, that is hysterical. Who is it? EKT8750. EKT8750. I'm not going keto. Keto no. is a bunch of crap. No, what well, this is what we're doing actually. The nutrition is having us do a full blood uh, panel and checking our hormone levels and to see if not blood sausages. I'm not eating any of those. We have um, any kind of food sensitivities that would that would lead us to not that we shouldn't be eating certain things. And Tony and I are probably going to be two totally different sets of needs. So it's going to, this is going to be a major change in our lives. We have to purge the kitchen. We, I, I'm telling you, Tony, we're going to have to purge some of the bodega too. I'm about to purge. I told you. And, uh, and, and then we are going to start uh, doing some meal replacements with Lean One, the Nutrition 53 Shakes. And uh, the nutritionist is going to give us menus of what we should or what we can and cannot eat. By the way, we are paying for the nutritionist, too. We're okay. not getting this comped. Here's Tony when he throw out all his cookies. Ah, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but seriously, since we were promised hot dogs today, I'm not blaming the hot dog we, people. We, we were waiting for these things. And we gotta, because yeah, they, didn't, they, they, didn't want, they didn't have the product ready. So you're not going to have somebody come in and say, our hot dogs are really good. Take my word on it. So we're gonna we're gonna make our own. Can you go upstairs? Did you find the hot dogs? In no, the, uh... I didn't find. Tom Robinson, I'm not allowed to make them. I want damn hot dogs today. Okay, fine. I haven't had any lunch. All I had today was a it was a pistachio muffin. I'm seriously, like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? I, you texted me. You could have told me they're not coming. I would have brought fucking hot dogs. I have hot dogs. They're upstairs in the freezer. In the yes, freezer. The, you put them in the frying pan. You put a little water in I them. I know how to make a goddamn and hot then you, dog. You know, Tony. I want you them. I don't want. <laughs> I got hot dog buns in the fridge. Just relax. <laughs> 
Relax. Oh my God. Don't give yourself a heart. Don't give yourself a heart attack. Come on, come on. I feel like that commercial. Eat a Snickers. You become a different person. Exactly. Just relax. Take it easy. Get a heart attack like that. Text messages right now saying, "Why don't you get a little Domino's? You know, order no, don't, no, I don't want no pizza. That was Sunday was pizza day. Domino's. Wednesdays is for hot dogs. <laughs> no, it's, hot dogs is one of those foods. I don't really think about eating hot dogs, but like if I'm if I smell a hot dog mm-hmm. or if I think about a hot dog, and I was anticipating a hot dog, yeah. then I want one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I used to go into Costco when we had a Costco near us, mm-hmm. they had the hot dogs." And it was a great deal because you got the soda and the hot dog for like two fifty, yeah, yeah. which is a phenomenal deal. But now you know, like BJ's does. A lot of these places are getting rid of their food courts. Did you know that? Like BJ's got rid of all their food places. Is that the? Is that what's his yes, name again? Yes, it is. It's the a hole that wants to get a rise out of you. So let's put him know, on now. Let's you know, put him on. You know he's going to bait you. You realize that? He's not going to bait anything. He's going to masturbate when he gets off, and I'm done with him. Let's go to the phones. I want this guy on because he thinks I'm afraid of him. I want to put this coward on. I want to put this coward on who thinks I'm afraid of him. I ain't afraid of nobody. You know what I mean? You follow me right now? By the way, I have breaking news from Philly's camp before we get to this guy. Matt Breen checking in from Clearwater. Andrew Knapp. This is a tragic start to spring training for the Phillies. Andrew Knapp has suffered a ribcage injury this morning, taking batting practice. Pardon me. Before the first Phillies workout of the spring, Joe Girardi said preliminary results are okay, and Yel De Los Santos has a hamstring injury, and he'll be off the mound for three weeks. So here's what happens. The players go down there to start stretching, and they grab a bat, and they pull a ribcage muscle. A guy goes out there to start pitching, throws the baseball, and has a hamstring injury. What are you doing in the offseason? You don't go down there and start throwing hard. You got to take it slow. How are we going to be able to get through a season without Andrew Knapp calling balls and strikes once a month? It's ridiculous. So let's go to this man. What's his name again? I know it's he a says, fake name. He says his name is Terry. I think that's a fake name, first of all. And he's calling from Genesee, uh, Idaho, I believe. Terry? Oh, hi. Am I on the air? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Hey, Tony. How's it going, man? I'm watching the live stream. You are looking old as hell, my friend. You look about 100 today. How's it going? I feel like I'm about 80 today, so if I look 100, I I think I look good for 100, though. I look bad for 67, but I look great for 100. Agreed, agreed. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders obviously won a, a couple of the first two states, looking more and more like socialism is coming to the United States, and there's nothing that you can do about it from your little radio show. There. That's true. I'm not trying to stop anybody from winning the election. People will vote. That's why we have elections. People go and they vote. If Bernie Sanders is president, I'll be standing in line for free shit just like everybody else, man. Yeah. No swearing on the radio. You don't want it to get dumped. That's what the lady told me. So you got to watch it with the swearing, Tony. I'm sorry, but when I think of free, free shit just sounds better, doesn't it? You know, free yeah. stuff. Free stuff. You can't say free shit on a regular show, but since the FCC doesn't regulate us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. So are you, a, Bar- you a Bernie, Bernie bro? Bernie. Are you a Bernie bro? Yeah, I'm a... I'm a big-time Bernie bro. Do you support Bernie Sanders? And it sounds like you're giving an endorsement to Bernie Sanders. I'll endorse anybody. If he, wants to get, if he can get some people to give me some money, if he can pay off my alimony, uh, my kids all went through college, so I don't have to worry about their debt. 
Uh, but if Bernie wants to give me free stuff, I'm standing in line. I'll go stand in line. I'll support him. I like old white guys losing their hair who sound like they're from uh, New England. You know what I mean? It's a lot of my listeners. Oh, that's, that's great news. That's absolutely great news. I'm glad to hear it. We've got a Tony Bruno uh, endorsement for Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, I see you've got up on the thing, guy who wants to troll Tony. Uh, that's not the case. I'm I didn't put that up there. I didn't write Robin, Robin wrote that. I did. I so did. you're not going to troll me today? No, I'm not trolling. I'm just calling in to see how you feel about the election results, and it sounds like you're excited, and I'm happy about that. No, I, 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 I would sit there and watch like everybody else. I have no control over who the candidates are, who's voting for who. All I know is that here in Philadelphia, our esteemed mayor, Jim Kenney, and our tremendous district attorney were up in New Hampshire talking to nursing home people, trying to get them to vote for Elizabeth Warren, who finished in fourth place. So here we have a powerful mayor and a powerful district attorney leaving the city, which is now leading the country in the number of murders on the streets every night so they can go up and walk around in the snow where no one knows or cares who they are and campaign for Elizabeth Warren. So our mayor not only is inept in running this city, he can't even help a candidate finish better than fourth place. Boy, that's powerful. When you're a powerful leader of one of the major cities in America and you spend your time up in New Hampshire going around to nursing homes and bing, and I'm not making this up. He was actually talking to people in a bingo hall. Did you see the pictures? And then we had no, DA Larry Krasner was standing on a folding chair talking to about 10 people, telling them to go buy, vote for Elizabeth Warren. And you know how many delegates Elizabeth Warren got last night in the New Hampshire primary? Zero. Zero. He got, got zero. Hey, Tony, you know what's interesting to me? All these people in the chat are kind of attacking me, jumping at me, saying this guy. I, I mean, I was calling in for this political discussion. It sounds like we agree on more than we disagree on. Someone said, oh, this guy sounds like someone who trusts the government. Absolutely not. People who support Bernie Sanders have the same feeling towards the establishment government as people who support Donald Trump do. We hate the DNC. We can see that they're trying to stop Bernie. I think a lot of people, if they looked into exactly what Bernie is, is, is trying to put forward here, they would agree with more than they disagree with. So I think this was a great call. I think we were able to reach across the aisle. I had a nice conversation with you. Your tech is looking wonderful. You have a good day, Tony. Thank you. Thank you, okay, well, that was that was actually. Is that the same guy? I, I, <laughs> is that the same guy? I don't know. Well, he started out with the. I yeah. look like I'm a hundred years old. Right, right. You know, the one thing about doing this, like Miss Robin, cleans up every day. She makes her hair nice. She puts the makeup on. She'll put a nice. She's got a nice turtleneck on. As it's all, you know, it's still a little crisp out there. It's still winter, Luigi. Yeah, now, did, did you find the dogs? Yeah, I got an update on these damn hot dogs. Wait, we got a dog update, ladies and gentlemen. I found two frozen-ass hot dogs in the back of your freezer. You got no hot dog buns. There's hot dog buns in the, in the, in the, in the shelf. Yeah, in the fridge. They're not in the freezer. The hot dog buns are in the fridge. I, don't, I didn't and see them. Just man. look behind the other bread. I, f- I look behind the other I'm bread. I'm telling you, you know I, I know this bun. I, found, I, just ha- bought some. I found hamburger buns. Oh. No, I got hot dogs. So what I'll do is I'll cut the hot dog like so and make it, you know, it'll, it'll Now, work. how many hot dogs did you find? There's two. No, there's more than two. There's two hot dogs. I got to go up there and now find the no, hot dogs? No, but there's two dig, hot dogs. Dig down underneath some of the other there's stuff, I'm sure. That, I'm sure there's I'm telling you, I just bought a pack of hot dogs. You're going to get a hot dog. It's a dog. It, it might not look exactly like a hot dog, but you're going to get a I hot dog. I need a hot dog. I don't, I, all I want is mustard and relish on it. I don't want any ketchup, any of that other crap. No onions, no ketchup. You know, you guys are going to, if there's no hot dog buns, you're going to have to eat the hot dogs like I used to in the Netherlands because we would go to the... <laughs> The uh, what do they call the the when I went to visit my uncle in Belgium in the 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 pea 
The what? How? Oh, what was it called? When? Well, you know, everybody in Europe, not everybody. No, the they, shop on the army base. What's it called again? Oh, the PX. PX, yeah. The PX. So we would go to the PX and we would buy things that I crave that were American. Hot dogs were one of them. Um, Lucky Charms, uh, Fruit Loops, and uh, Mrs. Butterworth pancake mix. Those three, those items would last a long time. We could bring it back to our house and I would have them in there. And if I wanted a hot dog, there were no hot dog buns. This was not something that uh, the Dutch knew about at all, American hot dog buns. So I would have to use a regular slice bread and cut the hot dogs in half and then, and then layer them across, which is exactly why Tony Luke made and, and invented that round dog, which we I know. I want to get a round for. dog. Wait, we have breaking news? Yeah, I found hot dog buns. All right, so I got. Did I tell you there were we hot dogs? Three hot dog buns, two hot dogs. I don't need a hot dog. You, I, I, it's okay. I don't have to have a hot dog. Did you, you find any other hot dogs, dogs? Tony? Do you want Can you yellow go, mustard go or spicy? In, you want yellow the, or spicy? It doesn't matter. Uh, yellow. I want yellow. Uh, but shake the yellow mustard up because a lot of times when you turn a yellow mustard container, it's all liquid. You got to shake that yellow mustard yes. up. Or you have to let it drain down, like you turn it over and you let the liquid drain first. No, the liquid you, is part of it. It, it just yeah. separates. I don't, she I doesn't mean, want, I don't a want a hot dog. It's That's good. That's more dogs for us. Yeah. Just for you the gotta two not of you. Now, I don't want them like lukewarm. I want to make sure they're all the way through. You don't have to cut them in half. See, I usually, when I do them in a frying pan, I slice them in half yeah. and then do the open face. Grilled. And then you get the little yeah. grilled thing oh, on. That's oh, so much better that way. Oh, that's how I love a hot dog. You know, I'll settle for a hot dog out of dirty water at a Sabret stand in New York City on the corners. You know, and Sabret hot dogs are good. I like all kinds of really good hot dogs. There's a lot of crappy hot dogs. But like in New York, when you go to New York, we're going to be there yeah. in a couple of weeks. You got the Sabret guy on every corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he opens up that little metal container where the water is boiling in there, and it's dirty, and it's filthy New York water, and the guy hasn't washed his hands, and he grabs a bun out, <laughs> and then sticks that joke. fork in, and he puts that Bob from Valley dirty Forge. water hot dog on there, baby. Here's, oh. a, here's a hot dog joke. Bob from Valley Forge. I was eating a hot dog the other day, and when I took a bite, ketchup squirted in my eye. Now I have Heinz sight. Oh! Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn. Jack in the back. The spirit of George Carlin is present. Why do they sell hot dogs in packs of 10? And the buns come by the dozen. I know. Actually, the buns come by eight now. I know. You they, notice the hot dog it's buns. It's still not equal. It's an eight pack. Yeah. And now hot dogs, you can get them in six. You can get six hot dogs. You can get the double pack, which has 12 in but them. But it's never, it's never equal. Exactly. It's an outrage. It's an outrage. So I'm ready for the hot dog. I'm not going Grey Poupon. I'm sorry. This is a low. We don't do the, uh, we're not bougie on the show. We're not the bourgeoisie. I will not put Grey Poupon on my hot dog. It's just like Robin. Robin grew up in Europe where they use mayonnaise on their French fries, right? They, you, Ryan, whenever, whenever Robin gets French fries, which is not very often, but she first thing she says to the person to bring, when you're getting a burger and fries, can I have mayonnaise, please? Robin As puts her hot or French fries be. in mayonnaise. Yes, yes, yes. It is Ketchup does not belong on your potatoes. Think about it. Potato salad, mayonnaise. That's and, why I don't eat that stuff. Mayonnaise is toxic. Ta- I mean, if you, tastes I don't way- touch anything that has may- any like potato salad, egg salad, uh, what other salads? Macaroni salad. Play action real. They drown them in mayonnaise. That's what John Travolta said. Yes, because they taste so much better that way. 
But am I right about the grill where you cut them in half and you splay oh, them? Oh, no, it's fantastic. You butterfly them. You splay them. It's you don't splay. butterfly them. Kind of like a splay. cat on its back. Yeah, you cut it down the middle, but you don't cut it all the way through. You don't no, want it to no, separate. No, no, no. You want a nice clean cut, and you open that baby up, and yeah, you put and it's it even face better down. If, if it's even better if you have one of those bacon weights that you put yeah, over it so yeah. that it doesn't curl up. Yeah. Hey, we have somebody, uh, Blind Mike. Obviously, I would think that somebody that's blind would have a really good palate. Oh, the sense of smell? Their sense of smell and their taste. No doubt about it. Now, Mike, when we're talking about hot dogs, can you smell what the hot dog in the rock is cooking right now? Hell yeah. I, I smell, there's this, you're making me hungry. There's a place up here in Jamokin called Coney Island. It's down on, um, it's down on um, uh, Independence Street. And when I first came here, you, you walk by, and you, it smells almost like you're down oh, at the baseball stadium. Wait a minute. Before we I got, I got a break. So you, this looks spectacularly. I want everybody to see what Luigi did here. This is, I got it, but I got to rip him at the same time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The hot dog bun is freezing cold. You gotta uh, stick it in the microwave for like five seconds just to get the chill off. <laughs> Who has a hot dog on a frozen? Uh, Absolutely, not look at that. Jesus. I mean, that's just a that's a work of art. Or look even at, better, look at how he applied the the, the 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 mustard and the relish on top. Or even that's better, an you gotta, right there. You gotta put the the bun just in the pan just oh. for a second. You know how you get it hot. You, you grab it, put it in your oh. mouth, and shut the fuck up. No, I can't. I can't have a bite of a cold bun. Am I wrong, Mike? Yeah, I mean, doesn't the bun have to heat the damn yeah, bun? Yeah. Just heat the damn the thing. Be all the way out. Five oh, seconds. Oh, the bun can't be cold. Okay. No, What's the matter with you? Do out. all that great work and you bring it on a Jeez. cold bun. I hate Jeez. to do it to Luigi. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, the buns were not frozen. They were in the yeah, they were in the fridge. refrigerator. So no, if they, they were frozen, I wouldn't eat it at all, but it's still cold. So now you get the craving. Do you, know you like the hot dog? You, can you smell the hot dog water? Or obviously on the grill, you can smell everything on the grill. I don't grill. like hot dogs boiled. I want them. I need them no. grilled. Yeah, grilled or fried. Yeah. Good, but, but you, you, know, when you go to a, a ballpark. Called, when you go to a sporting a event or a ballpark, they, they're all boiled in water. Dean, you can uh, tell Luigi is a single male. <laughs> <laughs> so the place oh, is called Coney Island up in Shemokin? Yes, and you walk by. When I first came here, uh, it reminded me of like when you go to the ballpark and there's that hot dog smell, and there's a guy, you know, oh, you know, yeah. get the hot dogs, get the hot dogs, get hot dogs. Yeah, and then uh, it, it just has that smell. It reminded me of like um, when you go to the ballpark and then you smell a good cigar and a good hot dog. On my on my hot dog, this is the way to do it, Tony. On my hot dog, you get. That you get American, I get American cheese, I get sauerkraut, and spicy brown mustard, and some relish. That's how I do it. Oh, I have no onions, none of the other crap. Um, and actually, when I get, I actually, there's a, they do a thing up here, too, at this place. They make Texas Tommies. Did you ever have a Texas Tommy? No. What is a Texas Tommy? It's a hot dog. A Texas Tommy is a hot dog. Not if you ever go to the, if, if you ever go to Nifty 50s down in Ridley, mm-hmm. drive down to the old, the original Nifty 50s, on Route 420 on in Ridley. Uh, get off 95, shoot up. I know exactly where it is. I pass it all yeah. the time when I go see my Dude. sister. It's a hot dog wrapped yeah, in bacon, Yeah, go right? up there, man. They have the best Texas Tommies. It's a hot dog with bacon. It's so good, man. By the way, I have bacon. to say, Luigi, I just ripped him, but now that he warmed, this is a terrific hot dog, man. You're welcome, buddy. Now, yeah, people, these, are these, people are, uh, patties, people yeah, are saying... Uh, hot dog patties you're talking about, what are they like? like Mike, like Mike you can't see it, but Tony is making that uh, 
Hoop Circle podcast says that Tony's making that great loving face. Oh, man, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I got it right. I just... Now, were these the Hebrew Nationals or the uh, Nathans? Nathans are the best. I, I like the I like Hebrews and Nathans. They're my two favorites. I, I can't. The, the There's Hebrews. Jews, you know. They make good stuff all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> G? No, G. <laughs> uh, yeah. All That's right, Mike. I mean, well, thanks for checking in on the hot dog I talk did. today. It, it, it's driving me crazy, though, with this whole Twitch thing. Man, I can't seem to find anybody up here that knows what the hell they're doing. What I the hell's going on at Shemokin? What the hell is it? These people, man, I don't oh, know what man, the hell. Oh, man, this is good. You sure there aren't any more of I'm these trying words? to connect awesome. with the, the show and be able to chat, and I can't. That's why I'll tweet all the time, because I yeah. can't do it, you know. Well, hopefully, I'll, I'll see if I can have it. I thought that, uh, well, I will arrange for somebody to call you personally, hopefully walk you through stuff, Okay. Sure. Let's okay. go to... No, thanks, guys. thanks, Mike. Thanks, Brian. Right. Dude, these hot dogs crushed the spot. Like, oh, you couldn't man. believe it. I'm telling you, other than the, the miscalculation with the bun On the cold bun. This is a phenomenal hot dog right now. <laughs> it's you good. done good. You done it good. Was, I mean, it's seriously, this is, this is better than sex, this hot dog. It could be. Could right be the closest now. thing to it. I'm not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very clear. Just bring relish in the bedroom, Robin. You'll be fine. <laughs> if I All I want for my... Valentine's Day... It's good hot dog, yeah. and and, uh, and, and it, you know what? If I if I smear myself with mustard and relish, will that help? Nah, nah, no. Nah. Okay. The meats, it's, got, it's all it's it's the it's the meats, and you know what we have on the show all the time, all the time, locked, loaded, <laughs> ready to rock and roll at all times. Now, uh, we have this, the meats. This sounds absolutely disgusting. Burton Gus wrote college gourmet dish sink dogs which were cooked under hot water spigot for a few passes. So that's all they did, is you just warmed it up under a sink. Oh, man. No, 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 no. AJ no. San Antonio says, I thought the Hebrew Nationals played the Phillies opening day spring training. Yes, they did. That's not kosher. You heard Come the on. bad news, though. Andrew Knapp already gets hurt taking BP today. First day of spring training. He sucks. He stinks anyway. Did we talk about the big pieces place? Yeah, not the big pizza place. That's a different place. Not the big pizza place. That's where they have big-ass slices. That's, of course, God. on South Street, the great. Lorenzo's. Lorenzo and Sons. I went to a Flyers game, and I, I got a slice of Lorenzo's the Flyers game. You know how much that slice of pizza was? Like $8. For $14 for one slice. slice. Now, those are big-ass slices. It is, but $14 for one slice of pizza. You know what that is, don't wow. you? Wow. It's outrage. an outrage. When Bernie is- becomes president, Lorenzo's pizzas will be free. Well, Don't Lorenzo's Pizza this on South Street is like four dollars and twenty five cents a slice. Yeah, so yeah. Well, that's what they, you know, because what happens is the Wells Fargo Center. Dollars to be there. Yeah, the well, like my, my son, my my son Chris tried to sell smoothies one year at the Wells Fargo Center, and he had to pay them thirty five thousand dollars just to be there, just to set up. So you're at a disadvantage because they, you know, because they they demand money mm-hmm. for you to. Be able to sell it's your like product. Thirty grand from the be there. Captain Russell says Taser dogs, crispy and delicious. Taser, Taser. Don't tase me, bro. Oh, that hot dog hit man. the goddamn spot. Dude. Cole Hamels is hurt too, and obviously pitching. Uh, is he with the Cubs now? Right, with the Cubbies. With the Cubbies. So the Cubs, all these the guys go out on the first day of spring training and they pull something. Because mm-hmm. they haven't done anything anything in three months. I mean, how do you go down when you're supposed to be easing into the season, and you go out there and you start throwing off a mound? And what happens? You get hurt? You pull something? Taking batting practice? That's what hacks like me do. Exactly. If I go into a cage right now, you go into one of these cages. Your obliques are going to kill you for the next three days. Exactly. And you're just a That's hack and you grab they a need, bat. They need ghost sleeves so that they can recover better rather than, than getting pulled and being out for 
whoever knows how long. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, Dean, AJ's bit of 900 is still holding strong. That's right. The, the bid football. is at 900, mm-hmm. still holding strong. If you would like to bid on the ball, and of course, all you get the ball, and then all the money goes to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, mm-hmm. so you get the tax deduction as well. That's fantastic. You can't beat that. You know what you, got, you have until Friday. You have until Friday to place your bid. <sighs> Meanwhile, Mott Man forces. I've been pulling on my groin all day today, man. It does that done anything? Well, we got to do a real estate update, Robin, because you know one of our favorite realtors. We met her. We saw her again down in, in. We saw her down at Spring uh, yes, at, the, we did. at the Super Bowl. The great Melissa Leonard. You met Melissa Leonard, Luigi. She's the local realtor. Realtor to the stars who had that house up in Montgomery County with the sex dungeon in the basement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very lovely lady. She's always trash. She travels well. Well, it wasn't her house. No, no, it was was one of her properties. Yes. But we've got a property, ladies and gentlemen. If you're looking right now for an upcoming property, you want to get into the city of Philadelphia and pay all the exorbitant taxes, pay for your soda. But they'll at least, if you can afford this place, you can afford the the soda tax. Prestige and I just want the instrumental version by... I don't... I, I'm sorry. That's what I thought I had, but... We needed to have this, though. I, I already told Luigi it's the... It's the, uh, the instrumental. It's what we thought we had up there. I had it upstairs, but I didn't load it. Robin, look at that. No, it was... You know who did the... Uh, you know who did the music to Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Who was that? Bill Conti. Okay. You know what Bill else Conti. Bill Conti did? He did the Rocky theme. Did you know that? No. Yeah, Bill Conti, a great, great composer. He did the themes from Rocky, Karate Kid, For Your Eyes Only, Dynasty, and The Right Stuff. Bill Conti, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. He's still alive up in Providence, Rhode Island, eh? 77 years young. This guy's a legend, man. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it back to our real estate update. If you're looking for a nice little 4,166-square-foot uh, property. Yeah, if you need just a little room to, to stretch your legs. And this one, of course, is in downtown Philadelphia at the beautiful 1706 Rittenhouse Square apartment. It's not an apartment. It's a building that has 31 floors. Each floor is its own unit. You follow me so far, Robert? So far, I'm following you. So there's 31 individual units. You get the entire floor. So you have 360-degree views all around the city. Okay. All right? He's got... Are there more pictures than just this one? Oh, yeah. You you don't have to do the whole home tour, Robert. Okay, hold on, hold on. We'll play the home version of this. Why isn't it not on here? I don't know. You know why? Because you've reached your article limit Uh, for this month for the Philadelphia Inquirer. God, that is so annoying. Which is one. So the big piece is condo. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're scoring at home, it is available for you right now. The asking price is $6.495 million. Let's just round it off to, I think you can get it down to 6.4. I think you get it even. to 6.4. Yeah. 6.495. 24th floor now, so you're pretty high up, so you got great views. I'm sure it's on a listing somewhere. The Inquirer took it from someplace else. Philly Chit Chat is always a That's great place. That's my boy, Hugh yes. E. Dillon, Philly Chit Chat. Has a breakdown of each and every floor. He's got a bowling alley? Now, you know, he's already sold multiple prices. He sold his big house down in Tampa Bay, which was the highest at the time that he sold it. He had he had the outdoor Lazy River. I mean, it was incredible. It was the most expensive piece of real estate in the Tampa Bay area when he sold that place. He sold another house in Bluebell 
for almost $3 million. Yeah, that was like 2.8. Yeah, which is a good deal in Bluebell. Hell yeah. That's my old neck of the woods. My dad's old. My dad's old neck of the woods, too. How many bathrooms does it have, Robin? Because I want the whole breakdown. Hold on. Here we go. You know who else had houses in that building? And you've seen the building if you've driven by there. So it's 1706 Rittenhouse Square. um, And it is... The HOA dues, by the way. Is that the one? Uh, Yeah, that's it. Is it uh, unit 2201, though? Yes. It's the 22nd floor. It's five and a half million. No, it's he he has it at 6.495, Robin. Okay, so that's not it then. Um, it's the twenty-first floor. It's listed at six point four six million dollars. And here's the interesting thing: mm-hmm. it has inside when you drive in. There's actually not only is there parking, there is an automatic parking thing where you pull your car into a ramp, and then it puts it up in an elevator. Yeah, that's badass right there. And then when you want your car, you just hit a button. And you go down, and by the time you get down from the 24th floor to the street level, uh-huh. your car is there. It's perfect. And it okay. has decks all around, including a see-through deck. And I was asking oh. Luigi when I showed him that. Here we go. All right, here we go. Did you see the see-through deck? Because it has decks all around This is it. the living room. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, this is the entry. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, a dining room. Dining it's, it's room got, It's got room for entertainment. It's got plenty of room for entertaining. It's all tongue that through, is a Tony. It's one all it's long a, ass kitchen counter. I love exactly. it. That's, That's awesome. when you have uh, you know, some intimate yeah. friends coming. Ooh, I've done that. hey, it's, and it's look got at- it's got a a refrigerated, uh, actually air cooled, perfect temperature room. wine room be- behind glass. Dean would they love that. They, oh, can't, yeah. they can't call it a wine cellar because it's up no. too high. Everybody, we have a wine cellar. Yes, I think I have more wine than. Uh, Oh yeah, we do. Ryan Howard. Especially that's, that's a pretty uh, especially since Dean paid up. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's a pretty crappy wine collection yeah. there. If you're the big piece, there's the master bedroom. There's probably right. some quality bottles in there, bro. I'm sure there are, but I don't think he's a wine connoisseur. You just ha- if you have a five a six and a half million dollar condo. Ooh, look at the bad. You gotta have a wine time. thing. Bad, well, you got you better. But this is my favorite part. This scares the shit out of me because on one of the balconies, it's got a glass floor. Okay, so, so when you're that, out there, that's not it. That one's the regular floor. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, imagine that. that. Imagine that. <laughs> you're having a couple of cocktails. You invite the people over, and you have your lawn chairs out there. You know, you got a couple of cheap Kmart lawn chairs. You know, the ones that get rusty when you leave them out. And then, <laughs> and then when you open yeah. it up, all the dirty, rusty water runs down all over the place. No, 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 no. <laughs> that actually is not a glass floor. It looks, it's a perspective. That's the a hand railing. That silver is actually the handrails. Where's so, the damn deck? It looks like a glass no, floor. Those are does, big right now, glass I know, floors. they are, but that's actually a handrail. It looks like perspective as if that's... Oh, bullshit. I ain't paying anything yeah. over six for that no, thing. you're screwed. I got them down to six already. But if it had been a glass floor, that would have been super cool, but I would not be able to use that. But anyway, that's the outside of the building. AJ in San Antonio says, if I buy that house, can we donate the money to St. Jude, too? Damn. <laughs> Damn, he is... He, I didn't realize AJ was independently wealthy. Dude. What are you talking about? He built the studio, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of it, just most of it. Unbelievable, man. So there you have it, 6.4. You know who else had houses, uh, had condos in that room? In that room? Jonathan Papelbon owned a joint in that place. And Cliff Lee, they also owned in that building. And... They each sold for over $6 million, and Cliff Lee's been out of here for a while, and so yeah, has yeah. Papelbon. So they got over $6 million for their joints. And now Ryan Howard's trying to get six point four five, almost $6.5 million. You know, I, I mean, other than the obvious, there's probably other reasons why uh, he and many, many, many people are exiting the city of Philadelphia. 
Did you see what the HOA is every month on that building? $4,300. Yeah, that's just the HOA. And then there's no, well, they actually do have a little garden. There's apparently little gardens yeah. outside. And of course, the car, and they have security. So that's what you're paying the homeowners. Is there people. anyone who pays that much money in, in, in HOA fees? You well, have smoked yourself retarded. <laughs> they, they clearly, in the city of Philadelphia, need their own private uh, security because the security. Every bill. Like we, we, no. Dockside is secure. Because the city of Philadelphia is becoming less and less secure as we speak with the new um, police commissioner making edicts that are absolutely. Yes, we have breaking news. The very first. Yes, First we have. Edict. This is inside information from sources deep within the Philadelphia Police it. Department. You know, we have a new police commissioner who was sworn in yesterday. Mm-hmm. She was in Portland, which is a completely out of control town where nobody gets arrested and people can do whatever the hell they want. So she comes here to a city at least five times bigger than Portland, Oregon. And the first thing she does is issue an edict in writing to all the police, actually, the female police officers, I'm assuming this. Is two right? Do you have it? Oh, now, yeah, no, no, it's 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 to everybody in the police department. And how many guys in the police department are wearing I, nail polish? I want to make sure that the the person who sent it is going to stay <gasps> uh, anonymous. Yes, yeah, we're not going to publish this. This no. is this is a deep. We have deep state operatives working for us behind the scenes, and this is not fake news. This isn't like a lot of news you see where some anonymous voice has a source who said he heard something from another guy who was there right. but really wasn't there but heard from his cousin's uncle's brother that uh, they have information on this. I heard that. We have information confirming that the new Philadelphia police commissioner, whose last name ironically is Outlaw, not Bo Outlaw, you remember, no, 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 former no, no. NBA. Not Travis Outlaw. Travis Outlaw. Hold on. Good Bo on, Outlaw on, knowledge. On. Damn right it is, man. Uh, I need to, how am I going to do this? So we don't want to post that, though. That's, 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 uh, that's classified information. Okay. So, so can you just read it from your screen without posting it. it? Why don't I do that? Yeah. I don't want somebody in I don't, I don't want, want somebody any, getting I don't want to get anybody in I trouble. I don't want our sources. But we do need to um, point out how idiotic. I mean, the, this person. So she, she comes in, and this is the very By the way, first... she's been in the town for a couple of months now. She didn't just show up yesterday. You know, she was announced last year at the end of the year, and then a bunch of other people just quit underneath her, and so she was sworn in yesterday, uh, Tuesday, as her first day as the new police commissioner of Philadelphia. So what would you think she would be thinking about, Danielle Outlaw? All right. So this is the first uh, message that she sends out to all the police officers in the Philadelphia that are under her command. To all commanding officers, district units, amendment to Directive 6.7, uniforms and equipment. Now, this is important. Listen up, because you're a uniform kind of guy. This is going to make the city so much safer, right? Go for it. One, refer to Directive 6.7, uniforms and equipment, dated 4-15-11, section 3-D-2-C, and delete from paragraph, only clear nail polish is acceptable while in uniform. So that's it. So, so back in 2011, the directive was, 
as far as consistency with the right. uniforms, that only clear nail polish yes. is acceptable while you're in uniform. You got so that? So now mm-hmm. that needs to be deleted. And then two, uh, this this general message shall supersede Directive 6.7 until such time that the directive is amended to reflect this change. And then three, commanding officers will ensure all personnel are made aware of this very, very, I'm adding, this very, very important message, contents of this general. And then four, it is to be read at all roll calls for three consecutive days. How many Just, consecutive days? Yes, not, not three, not four, not four three. Oh. So and let's see, so commanding officers. Danielle M. Outlaw, police commissioner. Let's, give, now, let's put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. This is priorities in the city. We got a mayor and district attorney who are up in New, Eng- uh, New Hampshire campaigning for Elizabeth Warren, who is all but done finishing fourth in New Hampshire. That hot dog we just had had more votes than Elizabeth Warren in New Hampshire last night. And less night. nitrates. And less nitrates is By correct. By the way, there, there, is an, there is a note to this by our, by our insider information that this is in response to the fact that she is known to like to wear black nail polish. Well, I do too every once in a while. It's a little goth thing. I go to those clubs and you put the black nail she polish She likes in. to Very wear black sometimes. nail polish. And she did not realize that it was in violation of the uniform standard, so she changed the uniform standard to fit her own personal needs so that she can continue to wear black nail polish. Very important okay. stuff as you as you while. Mm-hmm. Yes. So remember, yes. no more clear no more wire hangers and no more clear nail polish. No more wire hangers. I am so glad no that we have gotten that under on hand, you know. Exactly. So happy because that's going to make us safer. Especially- you know how many lives that will save when you realize that police officers are only supposed to wear or no, can no longer just have to wear clear nail polish, Luigi? It gets infinite, you realize that? Infinite amount of lives. Infinite amount of lives. Thank God we had the people who had their fingers on the pulse of the problems of our great cities so, so and country. Glad. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Woof. Is it true... That uh, What's-His-Face is going to do another Indiana Jones movie? Harrison Ford? Yes. No. Uh, Indiana Jones and a Search for My Mucinex? <laughs> what the hell is this one going to hey, be called? Uh, there's some news here. Tony. We have more news, breaking news? Yes, actually. This is uh, just posted to Jeremy Roenick's uh, Twitter, and he has a personal message that he is not going to be returning to um, NBC. And he... Ha- I'm going to play his message from him personally. So this is a video message? This is a video message that he literally just posted to his Twitter account. Um, so I don't know fully what it says, but let's hear what he said. Hello? Oh, You're not playing, Robin. Here we go. Why is it not? returning to NBC and though disappointed I'm also grateful that I've had the opportunity to share my love my passion my knowledge of the game with millions of people millions of fans and for that I thank you even though I'm leaving NBC I will not be gone for long I'll be back better and more motivated to bring you the best entertainment and the best that I have for the game of hockey I've seen all the support I've read all the support I thank you from the bottom of my heart it's overwhelming and for that can't wait to see you soon. 
So there you have it, Jeremy Roenick, who was run out of NBC on the hockey coverage and announcing today that he's not back. So they pretty much canceled him for making some comments on a podcast. This is why you don't go on podcast, except this one. So a lot of people go on Barstool stuff, and they go on all these podcasts, and then they say stuff loosey-goosey, and then that comes back to bite them. And that's what happened to Jeremy Roenick. He was talking about Catherine Tappan, a woman that he works with, and then the, the, what really got him, I think, is that she did not have his back. Even mm-hmm. though he says, right. you know, we goof around all the time. Yeah. We work together. Women around sports guys, Great especially hockey players. with his wife. Exactly. They would go on vacations together. Mm-hmm. And he made, he made an off-the-cuff comment because they were such friends. They can goof around like that. Um, and it's something that... Tony, you and I, if we if we were out because you have this long going thing with, you know, two chicks at the same time, I could see you making a comment like this, even if it weren't true. Two chicks at the same time, man. Exactly. And it's sad. It's sad that if even though let's even say maybe it was true, but she didn't want to. I mean, it's just it's really sad that somebody is losing their job over a a goofing around <laughs> statement. I, again, I, I we live in a I don't cance- disagree with you. We live in a cancel culture. You can't say anything anymore. You can't go on any podcast where there's loosey-goosey formats if you have a job and you're working for a major corporation like NBC. And that's what happens. Listen, I, I've known Jeremy Roenick for a long, long time. He's a loosey-goosey guy. Yeah. Right. He He's was a great player. Awesome, awesome, really great guy. And He was talking to me. He, the, the joke is, if people didn't hear it, so he goes on this podcast, and Catherine Tappan at NBC, who's a part of the hockey broadcast. And they do a great job, NBC's hockey crew. And Catherine Tappan and Jeremy Roenick's wife are really good friends. Still are. So they hang out together. So it's not like she's just some rare woman that you don't, you know, you mistakenly joked around with and she doesn't know you or know anything about you. And you say something and then you say, oh my God, I'm sorry. She knows Jeremy Roenick. She knows his wife. And he made a joke about threesomes. That's what he did. And so Catherine Tappan knowing his wife and knowing that they've hung out a lot, did not have his back when everybody was going after him to try to get him thrown off the face of the earth, which is the world in which we live now, Mm -hmm. because a guy joking around with a woman that he knows, by the way. I get it if you're talking around a group and you don't know a woman, you say, hey, baby, let's do a three-way. Right. You know, that's different. But these are Pete. This is a woman he knows who was his wife's, one of his best friends. Let's say you, me, and someone else get the hell out of here, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, I, I, I'm, and, and a good point being made by Burton Gus. I don't blame Catherine Tappan. They would come after her if she had his back. I don't know about that. I'm not saying that she should have. I don't, I'm not telling her what to say. She said what she had to say. I mean, it, to me, like, it would be very easy going, he was joking. It's nothing. But wasn't it's, that a I was not comment? offended. No, no, no. No, it was on a podcast. Okay, okay. So it was taped. It was People heard it. So people heard it on this podcast. And then, of course, people looking for ways to cancel people they don't like. And so Jeremy Roenick became the target, and they went after him. They took him off the air. They suspended him. And obviously, they're not bringing him back. Social media, man. I swear to God, is a devil. It's the fucking... I'm so but glad this is But this wasn't so on social media. It, this it, was it, on a podcast. Yeah. Right, which got spread through social media, did it not? No, it's a show. It's like going on any show. Well, no, but the clip, the clip was spread. And, and unfortunately, places like the podcast he was on go for clickbait, and they make a bigger deal out of something. And it was on one of the most popular podcasts, Spittin' Chicklets, which is a hockey-based podcast. So again, I don't care where you say anything. 
If you say something on a podcast, if you tweet something on Twitter, I'm trying to find if you're on a regular show over the air and you make a joke, mm-hmm. the difference is with podcasts, people can become more loosey-goosey. You know, Joe right. Rogan, they smoke dope in the studio. Right. Okay? He can They're sign sm- the bong, too. He can sign a bond, too, absolutely. Burton Gass said if she said she wasn't offended, the femi-Nazis would crush her. And I I mean... I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I don't know. I'm not going to say that because I I think that if she said it was a joke, we are friends, we joke around, it meant nothing. I don't think that people would go after her for that. But I do believe that she was afraid that people would and that she was getting uh, a lot of flack... From the higher ups going, oh, my gosh, you need to you need to like stay out of this. And she probably got an edict very similar to what Tony got when he wanted to be able to say, look, I I, this is during the whole what I call Twitter gate when he said, I want to be able to defend myself. He was told by our employers that he was not allowed to speak about it. Mm-hmm. He could not defend himself. They so him. they silenced Tony, which actually they took my, me off the air for my yeah, own safety. They, they, I I'm not a victim. I, I, but, I was held accountable for but something. But what I'm saying is that I have a feeling that that's what happened to her. She was informed that she was not allowed to say anything. And who do, who do they work for? Here's the part of it that, that I think Burton Goss pointed out as well. She works for NBC. NBC is run by Comcast. Mm-hmm. Comcast and NBC, of all the networks that have had issues, remember, they're the ones who killed the Harvey Weinstein right. story. They had to fire anchors. Right. They had to fire prominent people when it became clear that they have people who work for them who are doing things, you know, who had offices where they would push a button and somebody would come in and service Matt Lauer. You know, Matt Lauer, being a rich, famous, powerful guy, preyed on women who were working for him mm-hmm. as more than just fellow employees, but, hey, come in here and let's get some action going. So NBC is now in a tough spot because now anybody that does anything that even is partially deemed as offensive has to be suspended or fired. The NFL Network got rid of a bunch of people right. last couple of years ago, remember? There were a couple of guys who said some stuff, and they got rid of them, and they didn't bring them back. That's the right of a company. You, when you represent a company, you have to be careful what you say. But I don't think in Jeremy Roenick's mind, and I can't get into it, but I know him pretty well, I don't think he thought that saying that stuff would in any way, shape, or form no. be construed as offensive and disrespectful to a woman that he knew well and would go on vacation with him and his wife to multiple places. So that's my point. The point is if you're saying something disrespectful to somebody you don't even know, yeah, and, and comedians do this all the time, and then, oh, a comedian said that. It's a joke. This is a different. He's, Jeremy Roenick's not a comedian. He's a hockey analyst, former mm-hmm. player, great player. Yeah, I'm actually I'm texting him right now. I told him, I said, hey, if you want to come on, we are, I just played your video on uh, the show, and if you want to come on, obviously Tony is – totally has your back on this he's talking about cancel culture i don't know if you are able to if you you know it, it might i'm be, sure he won't because yeah. a he's he's probably got another job yeah. lined up and he's trying to and protect I don't his him, future but i don't I, I get that i get that and again nbc can do whatever it wants but they didn't want any of the blowback there's no doubt about it the whole me too thing nbc is walking on eggshells oh yeah no when doubt. it comes to any of their employees any employees and so that's what happens 
That's what happens in the world we live in now. Now, Chris You can't say anything. You can't tweet it. And all listen, these I don't, people, I don't, all this love coming in for Jr. Uh, you know, Jr. is a realist. I would love him. I have his back as well. Um, Bob from Valley Forge has a very important question as well. Though. What's the question? No, <laughs> but, but that's that's not even the point, though. I know. Like even even if it were, it's nobody's business, and you should be able, like, like um. One of the jokes that I made earlier today that you're like, oh, my God, would you stop it with it already? And it's because we're friends that I can do when I was joking around um, that you were cold. And I said, well, you're wearing a T-shirt. You're wearing a Smedium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was a large, goddammit. Right. And so, I mean, when you're friends, you should be able to joke around with things like that. Like, they don't mean the same thing. And And unfortunately, in this cancel culture, if somebody overhears and go, oh, maybe I can make a big deal out of this. And we're going to take that clip and then we're going to spread it all over and we're going to... It just, it's insane. A classic example is happening today with me with all these Boston fans who are now accusing me of condemning an entire fan base, which I never, ever did. How about reading? Reading and understanding. Reading is fundamental. I know up there you park the car and you can't understand what you're saying. Did you park it? Did you park the car? That is the problem. People do not read. They see what they think they see and then they go on attack mode and then they start pulling up stuff. And, and basically harassing. You go right ahead and harass me. I know who I am. I don't know who you are, but I know who I am. So you can keep going out there and pretending that, oh, look, look at what we're doing to Tom. We're going to take him out. He's going to be fired. Guess what? You're not firing me. I work for me. But that's the problem. I, I with... control the content on it. That doesn't mean I'm going to be irresponsible. It's the problem with social media, though. Social media allows people to read into the written word what they already have in their mm-hmm, mind. Mm-hmm. And rather than it, it, stuff is taken out of context, stuff is taken at face value when they don't know the person who's saying it, and because they immediately jump to conclusions, that's their truth. And there's nothing that anybody can say that is going to change their truth. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, it's just sad. I mean, the comics are the ones who are turning it around because the comics can't even do their stuff. No. And now you're seeing. You're seeing what the comics, those who are saying, you know what? Screw mm-hmm. all this stuff. This is what comedy is. We make fun of stuff. If you don't like it, you don't go to a show and pay to be on a comedy show and then sit there and be offended by a comic doing jokes that may not be PC. Right. And so you got the people who back away and they're the cowards. And then you've got the, you know, you got a couple of comics were actually coming forward. We had a couple of them on the show. We had them on the show at Radio Row. The yeah, guy that was actually, on America's is, Got Talent. Is Paul McCurio going to come on the show tomorrow? He's coming. He's going to be here in studio tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. But remember, oh, the beautiful. guy was on America's Got Talent, the guy with the crazy red hair who was doing like a roast, and now he's a big-time roast yes. guy on Comedy um, Central. Oh, God. We um, had him on the show. He signed the ball. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, it's, on, it's on the sheet. of uh, It's Alex uh, Russell? No, not Russell. Uh... Anyway, he was on America's yeah. Got Talent, and he did this really vicious roast he was using on- like personal jokes and coming at people. And that's the world of comedy now, and that's the world of roasts. You've seen the roasts now. They're all. Burns? No, here, give it to me. I'll. Sorry, Robin. Yeah, there's several of them there. I apologize. He was on America's Got Talent, had like 15 million views. Actually, more than that. How many people have watched this clip of him on America's Got Talent? Anyway, he's an over, you know, he's Alex an over, Hooper. Alex Hooper. Hooper. 
Hooper, not Harper, Alex Hooper, and he's a guy that pushes the envelope. And that's what comics used to be able to do. And now they're afraid because some schmuck will be sitting in the audience going to a comedy show and then say, oh, my God. They did it to, to uh, what's-his-face, the black comedian who came out and did that special on, on Netflix and basically blew them all out of oh, the yeah, water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Which? I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um... No, no. I don't know. I don't know it. I don't You're on know Netflix it. more than anybody on earth. Oh, oh, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Thank you. Dave Chappelle Thank you. Chappelle sorry show, about yeah. that. I'm brain dead, so you can't, I have an excuse. I apologize. I'm sorry. The, the nitrates are starting to go through my freaking brain. Dave Chappelle yeah. was doing a show on Broadway. This is, this is to show you just how pathetic the media is, the woke media, the jerk-offs at the New York Times who play God. So he's doing a show where you have to pay money to go into a theater mm-hmm. in New York City Broadway and sit down and watch somebody that you're paying to go watch. So some New York Times slapdick, woke-ass loser, media critic. Mm-hmm. You know, the critics that go yes. in and tell you how bad a movie is and why they hate people. it. Yeah. They're just people who hate everything. But they have a job giving their opinions. They started this whole campaign. Dave Chappelle, oh, you can, can you believe what he's saying it on was Broadway? No, they oh, s- my God, he's got to be shut down. No, they didn't say that. They said that the show was awful, that it was not funny, that nobody liked it. In essence, they were calling for people to yes. not go see him Correct. because they didn't like him. Right. They get to go into the theaters for free to watch movies and Broadway shows and then sit there behind their typewriters or their record players, as Joe Biden would call them. They're old manual typewriters, not even the electric typewriters, no, the, with the little ball that goes around and then no, they the race. Typewriter museum is right down there. On I know it. There is a typewriter museum. Ladies and here. gentlemen, we are having a second Tony Bruno rant. Today. No, it's not a rant. I love yes. the typewriter stuff. No, I'm uh, ripping the New York Times. It's too no, easy. You're ripping cancel culture. I am ripping cancel culture. I'm seeing cancel culture today. Not the Culture Club. No, I love the Culture Club. Boy George is still wrong. Boy George is still going strong. I don't know what happened to the rest of the Culture Club. Here, I think they got canceled. <laughs> here's the sad thing, though. The sad thing is that because of the cancel culture, people, you know, hockey is is not one of the more popular sports. And Jeremy Roenick was one of the best people on TV in support of hockey and making it understandable for people who didn't really understand, who didn't get all the rules and making it exciting for people. And now the world is missing out because of that. Exactly. And that's it. I mean, if you don't like something, don't watch it. If you don't like something, don't listen to it. Well said there, Robin. Exactly. We're all on the same page here because we're, you know, we're clear thinking people. I don't have an agenda. My agenda is to have fun every day, laugh, talk about things that are funny, important, silly. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes everything too seriously. They just spend 24 hours a day worrying about politics, and by worrying the way, about Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and Elizabeth Warren. I made a joke about Elizabeth Warren only because our mayor, whose salary I pay, and our district attorney in a city that's out of control crime-wise are too busy going up to New Hampshire to, to campaign for Elizabeth Warren. By the way... That's, that, to me, is a joke. Today today was a perfect example. We had that guy, Terry, call in, who was one of the guys who reading your comments on Twitter took it the wrong way and was all ready to troll you because he tried to do it before and he was giving me a hard time and you're like, oh, Tony's scared to talk to me. Tony's scared to talk to me. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. And That's what I do for said, a living. You, you were like, no, no, no. Like, put him on the air. And today we had time. Yesterday we did not. And you ended but up I, having I, a civil conversation. It was conversation. kind of a weird because he, 
Because he's a Bernie bro, obviously, and right. I don't care if you like Bernie Sanders or not. Yeah. You vote for whoever you want to. Exactly. I don't but, support any candidates. But the point is, is that on Twitter, he took it the wrong way. In real life, having a conversation, it was civil. It was very, it was a civil conversation. You guys might not agree with everything, but there's quite a few things that you do agree with, and it came across when you have a conversation. Not two people just yelling at each other. Well, that could happen, too. That happens. Especially with Italians around. Right. You know what I'm saying? I hate you. Every once in a while, Italian, you know what happens. Yeah, you get the yell fangul. You know, you got a man and a woman, and... They don't see eye to eye on And things. you go, hey. Fangul, eh? And then the woman... Bafangul, eh? No, Bafangul. Bafangul, Exactly. That's how you settle an argument. And then they kiss and make up. Exactly. And then she puts a pot of water on and it makes a little uh, ravioli. It's nothing more than a bunch of dogs barking. And speaking of dogs barking, Tony. Yes. We had a winner last night. Yes, let's we- go to that. Let's go to the dog show, Robin. We, Wait, we I don't know. On? I don't know who the actual, because there's so many different portions the of the best in dog- show. We have a winner. Last for that. night and was then, the ending of the Westminster yes, Kennel Club dog show. We have it. It's a, it is a final, Robin. It's and it's it's a. Uh, Give legit. me a little taste of the winner when she found out. I think it's a he. Is it Siba? S i b a. Is it Siba or Siba? Siba was the winner. <laughs> the best in show, Robin. You know what it was last night? What was it? A standard poodle. Really? Yes. It's the first time a standard poodle. Have you seen the haircut on this thing? Let me see. Looks like Missy Elliott, dude. Oh, it is absolutely. Oh, God. That is just cruel Seriously, to do like that. I've seen some good shaped poodles in my lifetime, but that baby's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, it just. So, Siba is a male? I don't know what Siba is. Siba's okay, a winner. Siba, S I B A. There he is. He's black. He or she. Are you making this about race now, Robin? Come no, on, Robin. I'm some why, why, why don't you just see because a dog can, there? Huh? I just see a dog. I don't I, see color. I just see a dog. Standard poodle. Robin, did you not see this story? I have it broken down. He went up against 2,600 other dogs, 204 different breeds. Things magnificent. And you know who he beat out to win best in show? Uh, a golden retriever no. named Daniel. That's that my... is just wrong. And what's interesting to note here, is... as Vin Scully would say, if he were still doing Dodger games, Dodger. do you know that a golden, a, ret- a golden retriever in the 143-year history of the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show uh-huh. has never won Best in Show? Since 1877, a golden retriever, one of the most popular breeds out there, there aren't many breeds that are more popular than Goldens, are there? No. no. I, I, mean, got a, I right. have a Golden. So Everybody's got Goldens now. And I love all dogs. Don't get me wrong. And mad Daniel. love, by the way, to all my dogs behind the wall, too, today, Tony. listening Tony, in on Twitch. here is Daniel, who won. He's the Golden Retriever, who won the Sporting Group. Not the Sporting News Group. No, I think no, no, it went no, out of business sure. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so for those of you who don't get it. All the different groups, there's a winner. And then yes. all of those winners get put into the best of show. And they have weird women wearing so dresses the, dresses that are too long, and they run around. That's and, very weird. Yeah, it's weird. And the judge is usually like an eccentric, weird dude or woman. But dude. Daniel, yeah. who won the sporting group, whom I totally would have voted for, because I'm, I'm kind of biased. That's why you're not a judge at the dog shows, Robin. I'm biased. But he did not win. Outrage. No, but the you know, and by the He's way, magnificent looking. I mentioned he, that though? you Look know, standard him. poodle. That's the first time a standard poodle has won since 1991. Right. Even though there have been ten winners in the poodle group, going obviously when you got the miniature poodles, and then you got the, the toy. uh, toys, and then the standard. The standard now, is the biggest one, and that's the one that won last night. I think the, so. The Westminster uh, 
show has different categories. They have, you know, the, the, like, to me, it's like, this is like the bathing suit edition in, in, it's just them parading around. They don't do anything other than look pretty, right? No, wait a minute. Luigi has even more inside the Westminster yeah. Kennel Club oh, dog show. Let's go on to the it, Yes, on the winner. This is even let me, amazing. Let me, let me this go is back in, this up is to the... This incredible news. Okay. This is deep inside the Westminster Kennel Club dog show. Westminster, not Minister. That poodle will eat nothing but chicken. Strictly chicken. It's on a chicken diet. All it eats is chicken. However... By choice. Not the Chinese chicken. However... That day, there was no chicken at the Westminster Dog Show. Okay. None to be found. So where, what did that dog win best in show with in its stomach? This is a good question. But let's see. Let's do a um, trivia question. Let's see if everybody else is as woke as Luigi when it comes to dogs. No chicken. No chicken available. I'm assuming I don't turkey know. would be. No. No, I, no, no. What was in that dog's stomach? A hot dog. No, that's a good, good, good <laughs> guess. The sabrette would have been good, but I don't think they're going to feed him a hot dog. I got to play some music for this, though, because I think this is a great question. Thank Let's you. see if anybody else knows this. The Winister Seba, it's a he or she? It's a chick? It's a female, yes. A female. And she is going to retire immediately after now that she's won. She's just going to be banging other poodles. Exactly. I mean, that's why, you know, the poodle is the most uh, crossbred dog out there, right? There's Labradoodles. And there's everything, yes. a cockaboodle do, yes. and uh, like a little cockle do, a little connell do every once in a while too, depending on where you're from. But the poodle is being used now to crossbreed pretty much every dog. Well, yes. Robin, the dog did acquire some chicken. How? Let's see if anybody gets it on the Twitch, Twitch stream, because Luigi was watching closely. Mm-hmm. I was going in and out last night. I was watching NBA, watched the Flyers tie the game in the last minute and a half against the Islander. Islander. Only to lose with a goal of 38 seconds to go and then the empty netter in a quality hockey game last night. So what did Seba eat? is close. Did he have a Big Mac and fries? No. But what they did was they went to a McDonald's and got chicken sandwiches for the dog. That's it. And the dog won best in show with McDonald's in its stomach. So, so all those people chicken. that think fast food is bad for you, you can win best in show. At the dog well, they show. don't check your. In, they don't like do a. a they don't take a stool sample at the show. Well, people think it's bad for you. You can win with McDonald's in you. You know. If you I'm have really a shocked once... though because it's a black poodle. It didn't go Popeyes. Oh, oh wow! See now that's borderline. Man. Oh, that's that's this one of like. Fucking sucks. Can we... it fucking sucks to be out here. How do you go to McDonald's? We need uh, Tosh Point O to say. <laughs> Is that, ask, is that racist? You know, is that racist? Is that the sad thing is, is that if if um, if Tony Tony dies on that sword, it's my fault because I was going to say the same goddamn thing. <laughs> is Jack in the Box partly oh, Purina Foods umbrella? Is that there? You just said that, bro. Dude, they went to McDonald's, dude. Popeyes. And that's that's, a, that's even, a sister right there. Look at the hair on that sister. That's like not even. Yelling. That's not even. The problem is, is that it's not even real chicken. At McDonald's. Yes, I it mean, is, no, Robin. Yes, no. it is. Chicken sandwich? Yes, it is. Now, chicken so yes, it back, is. Back to the different categories at the Westminster Dog Show. Yes. The best of show and all of the pre, the categories, those are like, it's like the bathing suit model edition. Like, you know, where they just walk around and they look pretty, right? Yeah, each group comes but out this, and then the judge picks one as best in show. This is my favorite Westminster Dog Show portion. It's where it's actually the dogs doing stuff. This is the, uh, this is like the, uh, the talent competition. The talent yes, competition. The talent. This is the talent competition. And this dog, Pink, the Border Collie, is destroys this category. This is the Border Collie's seventh annual Masters Agility oh, Championship. They're, they're, they're incredible. And 
Pink, the Border Collie. Did Pink even win the uh, one of the groups? No. This group. This is this is she's just in agility. Okay, but did she she didn't win the best of the group. No, though. she doesn't enter the other groups. So these this are just is, like sideshows. This is no. This is the talent because the pretty the pretty dogs don't also enter agility. Uh, oh, they're separate categories. I sep- thought they just looked at the no. best of sporting groups and the no, 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 no. no. The but you gotta, groups. you gotta watch this, Tony. Here, let me make sure. Let's that go to the tape here. I like watching I hope dogs that work. No, uh, you know, most of the things I post on Twitter are animal videos. From Pickerington, Ohio. Yeah, she won. Pink, the two-time defending champion here at Westminster in the 16-inch class. Oh. Can she make it Stay. three in a row? Jump. 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 Are we going to get a three-peat? Listen to her squeal and go through this. Listen to her squeal and go through this? She's so excited. You hear her saying, back, back. Hit it. Hit it. Pink says, I got this. I got this. Just tell me where, Mom. Teeter, go. Hit it. Don't relax. Don't relax. You can hear Jennifer always working. Always working. She's got a high motor, this dog, man. Look at that. How awesome is that? She's so excited. She's got a lot of go that dog. Wow. I mean, <laughs> how fantastic is that? 16-inch class. By the way, AJ in San Antonio wants to can we get the dog to sign the ball, too? Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a paw print on there. Yeah, exactly. Unfreaking believable. Wow. They are amazing. By the way, this breaking news from uh, Washington, D.C. at this hour. The DNC, the Democratic National Committee, has just contacted that dog to see if it wants to go up against Bernie Sanders. Yes, do the deal! <laughs> now, Little Punisher 13 is asking once again, where's Penny? At home sleeping. Why? She's sleeping. Why she's not here? the dog show. Why changed the bed sheet, so now she's all comfortable in the bed now. But why is she not here? Because I thought we were going to have hot dogs. You want me to bring that freaking mutt here when it's hot dog day? Why dogs. not? Dogs. I have treats for her. Yeah, we have our healthy treats. We have a bag of those babies. I'll bring the dog tomorrow. Bring the damn dog. I'll bring it tomorrow. We'll park the car. <sighs> park it outside. Cat. Cat. You park it? Can you park it here on the street? Clarky. You going to park it on Pass Yank? We're going to park it. Clarky Bob says that you are looking good in that hat, Louis. Appreciate it. I love my hat. My I do. Sister. I like it, too. I got one of those hats. Where's mine? I don't know. I had to wear my, uh, although I love the crumb it's bomb Italian, hat. Sicilian. You know, got this. Ed Nasta got me this crumb bomb hat to go I, along with the crumb bomb shirt that you got me from the same place, South I look really Bellini. good in hats, by the way. I'm like, I have, a, I have a head for hats. Like bad head? Is it bad head or is it a good head? It looks fucking straight gangster, though. It does, man. That's, that's, that's the, that's the you, Mickey Thompson stuff right there. Mickey like. Thompson. Oh, Robert, you do look good in that hat. Oh, yeah, no, that, I, yeah. I, I have a great head for hats. <laughs> Don't I just look adorable? Hey, woman! <laughs> As Tony and I both drastically looked for a job uh, at that time. Real <laughs> No, it's with the combination of the turtleneck and that hat. Yeah, it, it Robin looks like she's going to the Devon Horse Show to do dressage later on this afternoon. Dressage. Well, I do like to ride. Yeah, this show will, Jeez, tomorrow will. Hat back, Robin. Tomorrow, the show will be men without hats yes. doing a medley of their hits. I think they're back on tour too. Are you a men without hats fan, Robin? I always. I don't. Wrap I up. don't wear many hats. I mean, I do on the show. But men without hats. You know what their number one song was, Robin? Uh, was that the uh, the? Can you bring it up here? We'll play it. Their number one song. One of We've the greatest songs drink? of all no. time. No, that's uh, that's, that's Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something we don't practice Cujo around knows. here. Robin's about to chimney sweep. I know that is kind of a chimney sweep. It's a safety dance. We can dance if we want to. We don't do any damn safety dances around here, bro. They play this as torture music in like Guantanamo Bay. Oh no, this is a. They do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Why are you getting waterboarded? They play this. That's a great song. Crank it up a little bit. I know we're gonna get in trouble. Oh, Cujo knows is saying, "Come on, Eileen" is another one. Crank this. Wasn't "Come on, Eileen" was that theirs too, or was that Chumbawamba as well? That wasn't "Men Without Hats." Okay. Why are you bringing that down? Because because it's I can't um, I don't want the show to be silenced, Tony. No one will silence us. We. You're killing me. I don't. I don't want her to. It's, I don't want us to It's a safe song. The... It's a safety dance. But we were getting ready to do safety dance, soundboard, bingo, man. We were about to go nuts. Jesus. Tony, drink it. It doesn't taste bad, right? Put me a little. Uh, little thirsty, my friend. Give me a little. I'm drinking my turmeric. No, that's actually the step. Was I hit that by accident? It's the opening of my show. See, you don't even really taste the turmeric in there, do you? Yeah, it doesn't taste great. I didn't really. So it's filling though. No, it's filling me <laughs> up. I gotta go pee but again. For those of you who do not know, turmeric in liquid form, especially, is very good for arthritis. And Tony's been having this really hard time with his hands. So I found it, ordered it, put it in his water. 30 drops. Come on, Eileen was not Men Without Hats. That no, was Dexie's Midnight Dexie's Runners. Midnight runners. Oh. runners, yep. Dexie's Midnight Runners. So then, Cujo Who were shot killed the last night here on East Pass Junk Avenue running uh, through South Philadelphia, unfortunately. Cujo knows. Why in the world did you bring that up then? Robin, can you bring this up a little bit, a little Come On, Eileen, a little bit right now? I do love that song. Is that bring it up. Come On, Eileen? Yeah, it's the Dexie's Midnight Runners. That, that's, so you got to get your Men Without Hats and your Dexie's Midnight Runners together. Cujo No says they also did Relax, Don't Do It. No, that, no, was, that was Frankie no, that Goes to Hollywood. Hollywood. Come on, Come man. Come on, Cujo Frankie knows. says relax. What's the matter with you people? Jesus. Damn. I love Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Relax. I think he went to hell. He went don't to West Hollywood and they couldn't find him anymore. When you want to get to it, relax, don't do it. Frankie when says shut the hell up. No, you know what Frankie really said? I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. <laughs> That, all of these songs are from my clubbing days. Clubbing? Oh, clubbing? yes. I was a... when that, That's violent clubbing right now. You don't club anybody after anymore, do you? After high school, I went back home, and my best friend Sylvia and I would hit all the different clubs. We were dancing. She's 29. Frankie goes to Point Breeze. <laughs> and he doesn't come back, unfortunately. I'll bring this up again, Robin. Just relax. Oh, oh yeah. God. Takes me Why back. Is everybody here? God, this is great, song, isn't that right? Stay thirsty, mis amigos. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, crank this bitch up now. Come on. Sweet mother of God, what is the hold up? Frankie goes to point breeze. Circle Podcast is asking if I ever You're went to Studio me. 54. No, I did I not, did. but did Tony really? did. Yeah. You got in? You're damn right I did. Tony. Do you know who I there. am? Did they know who you were? <laughs> yeah. I was on a list. I, Are you, know you serious? How, you know you got how in? I got? I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is an as actual we, as, true story. As we leave the show, I got to hear how Tony got in the studio. Why, is the show over already? Yeah, it's, it's 3 o'clock. It's amazing. Wow. I have a Studio 54 update. I need a little disco music, though. Give me a little, uh, 
You want this guy? Uh, no, it's, uh, uh, what's her name? Summers is the best. Donna disco. Summer. Donna of course, Summer yes. disco. I actually have a disco file right here. Not a disco tech. Not a uh, disco inferno. There's so many it's great songs. One of my songs. favorite wrestlers. This is one of my favorite disco songs. Whenever I hear this, crank it up, Robert. Little candy state in action. Come on, baby. Young hearts run free. This was a disco jam from the 80s. The they always play this at That's weddings, too. Disco That's not disco. disco. No, that is a disco. Disco, Robin. Get me disco. This is Here's not disco, a disco right here. All right, how about this? This is not disco. This is a disco this song. This is disco. Relight my fire, baby. Crank that son bitch up now, Robin. Come on. Can you skip and start doing the hustle right now? Relight my fire. Relight my cigar too. What's going on? I need to. I need to get the disco light going. And everyone. This is definitely. I gotta get out of here. I think I'm gonna lose it. We dancing. We dancing. Welcome <laughs> to Bob Pantana Dance Rama here, live from Michael's up on Street Road. That's the one place I went to, Mike. I didn't play for a drink the entire night. Where? Disco uh, Studio 54? Michael's on Street Road. Well, you got a lot I of homage uh, in there. I didn't play for a drink the entire night. Got That's a lot good. of... Uh, That's a good job out of you. You want to talk about cougar action, yo. Fucking Panthers. Forget about there, the BYU <laughs> cougar jump, jumping from the 22 <laughs> feet line. Freaking saber-toothed tigers in there, Tony Cougars. AJ in San Antonio. This is a stone-cold gas, my man. <laughs> I feel a fro growing already. <laughs> so... Studio. Uh, wait, Everybody more. wants to hear the Studio Fifty Four story. Give me one more middle of Bee Gees too. That, you know, for Crackers, they did some disco uh, too. Bee Gees was totally the Crackers out there. So all the Crackers that used totally to go to Studio Fifty Four. So I'm working in New York at RKO okay. Radio Network okay. in the '80s. All right. Picture this: 40th and Broadway. Uh huh. You know where the studios are. I show you. We walk by it all the time in New yes. York. 40th and Broadway, RKO Radio. So I'm doing weekend updates, sports updates. Back, I started there in 1980. And John Madden was working there, was doing updates. He was doing, he would do commentaries. Mm-hmm. Don Crickey, the great Don Crickey, does Notre Dame football, NBC forever. So those guys would do recordings of of commentaries, one minute commentaries. Uh-huh. I would do two minute sports updates every hour on all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And so on Saturday night, a lot of times I would come back to Philly and come home, or I would get a place and stay in New York. So, Studio 54 was hopping back then. Yeah. That's the, that was the... The heyday. That was the heyday, the wheelhouse of disco. Everybody wanted to go to Studio 54. So, I figured, they don't know who I am. I'm just an update guy in an obscure network, which was heard all over the country, by the way. <coughs> so, I called John Madden. I said, John, I said, I need a favor. I said, they're not going to let me in Studio 54. Can you call and I'll give you a number and get me on a list. He calls Studio 54 and puts me on a list. After the show, I go there later, because it didn't start jamming until like 11 did o'clock. Did you go by it. yourself? Yes, I we... went by myself. Oh. Who was I going to take with me? I don't know. Some gumads. Keith Oberman? I don't think Keith was a Studio 54 kind of guy back then. Yeah, I don't think so either. But Keith and I were, Keith would do the updates at 15 past the hour, and I did them at 40, 45 past the hour. So we were in the same room, writing the, our sportscasts. All the live action was going on. And so I go... To Studio 54, and there's a long line, and then there's that special on the list line. Like the you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. You know where they have the velvet ropes, and then did they, they, call did they you... part the velvet ropes for you, Tone? Yes, of course. Oh, bro. Come on, man. 
Bro. Was it who was there that night? Do you remember anybody that was there that nah, night? There was, it's not that you go there to see celebrities. They were all there. Yeah, but I didn't care about that. I just wanted to jam. I wanted to hear the music. I wanted to let my hair flow. I wanted my young heart to run free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you meet Stevie? No, Stevie Nicks was not there. I wasn't there looking for celebrities. Give me this. This is what I wanted to hear, Robin. Just a little taste, please. Come on. We're doing my disco era. Not Joe Madden. He wasn't there. How about this class? Oh, this oh, is shit. Oh, yeah. This is shit right here, brother. Yeah, Ooh. baby. You feeling me? Tony RU2 says, LOL, I'm 50. I used to feel like a baby in Michael's. <laughs> I did not go to Bachelor's 3. That's, that was Joe Namath's club, remember? Bachelor's 3. But that was back in the late six, seven, 60s, early 70s. This is the 12-inch version. The way she likes it. What up? My Tony Bruno horny disco 12 inch version. It's inside there. You know, one of the biggest disco DJs in Italy's name is Tony Bruno. Really? Didn't you see my album? It's called Tony yeah, yeah, Bruno yeah, yeah, Horny. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's an Italian DJ. <laughs> okay, Bobby. <laughs> Was this movie in Trolls? Remember the movie Trolls? I didn't see it. Robin, if did it your is, kids watch it? I didn't see it. No, I think Joel Embiid is going to be in the Trolls Trolls remix. What do you do, baby? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find one of your old vintage disco RKO. haircuts. Yeah, no, your RKO days. Hey, where are the white women at? They were all over the place there. Anyway. The thing about Studio 54, it didn't matter what color you were. I mean, everybody was there. I just wanted to let my heart so, out. So who did you meet while you were there? Like, who was there? I didn't meet did any you, celebrities and there. And did you only go the one night? Or yeah, I went one Saturday night. I'm uh, not going to get on the list every week. You went by yourself? Yes. And hung I out took by the yourself? subway, and I went to the Studio 54. So let's ask it. How much cocaine was on display that... There wasn't a lot visible on the den. They had the little side nooks and stuff, and yeah, people yeah, would yeah, do it there. But I didn't do coke. I really didn't. I, never, I didn't do any of those. I mean, I had so much coke around me growing up, I was afraid to do it. I was at these parties with John Lennon. I mean, John Lennon was doing coke an entire weekend around me. <laughs> Seriously. And it's not. this isn't breaking news. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I mean, if I, was, if I had ever tried it, I, I, I would have um, been afraid that I would have become an addict. Yeah, you I would have so. liked the way it you smelled it. or yep. something. I would have liked the way it smelled. Look like at the way you feel on it. I don't like. I don't like the reason why I never tried it. Only be, not only because I was afraid Things of becoming an addict. Nose. I don't like sucking anything up through my nose. Yeah. What is there? Cocaine in there? No, I just wanted. To- <laughs> is, oh, there co- is there cocaine in there? <laughs> Here, Robbie, you want me to hold up in front Tony of mine? Tony Montana. I'll hold up in front of mine. Here. By the way, that needs to be cleaned. That that glass. Don't break the glass now, man. No, I just. That's put my John those. Lennon autograph. There it is. Can you For say those it? of you who do not believe that Tony actually hung out with John Lennon, it's not an autograph. It's an autographed personal note. I know, on a piece of loose leaf paper. That's the amazing you thing. You can see it was folded in half. Put it down, half. Luigi. I can't uh, put bring it down. Put it down in front of you. No, in front of you. In where? Right in. there? Right there. Yeah. There you go. And it was sitting in a uh, folding, in a, in a paper folder in a cabinet in my basement. Okay, up a little bit higher, For Luigi. many, many, many this years. 
So, so I was sitting, I literally was sitting in there. I got that in 1975. John Lennon came to Philly to do a weekend at WFIL Radio. He was fighting deportation because he hated England, and he hated the fact that they take all of his money over there in taxes. So he was desperately trying to stay in the United States. So what he did is he went around to various radio stations and did charity things, and he did a 56-hour weekend hangout. You can see the mic thing in there, though. That microphone stand is blocking it. But anyway, it's, it's, uh, it'll be on display in the Mysteries of the Museum with Don Wildman. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll post a picture of it. So I, I spent all weekend hanging out, and I was a news guy and a sports guy, and I would bring in the weather forecast every hour because he would do the weather on the air. So at the end of the weekend, and again, I didn't take any pictures. That, that's what sucked because nobody had cameras everywhere. Some people had cameras, but they were mostly the PR people, and they were just taking pictures of the big-name DJs and stuff. So it says to Tony, and then he signs John Lennon. No, it says to Tony Love. Love, that's right. Love, John Lennon. Unfortunately, the pen that he used was skipping a little bit, but you see John Lennon, and then he writes nice weather and then makes a cloud with a couple of raindrops because it rained the entire weekend. And then he makes a little caricature of his own face with the two little eyeglasses. Yeah, but then he he signed John Lennon too, and then he wrote 75. That was the year 1975, and that was five years before he was gunned down in front of his apartment in Dakota yeah. in New York on a Monday night. And we remember that well when Howard Cosell was the one who actually announced John Lennon being shot and killed in front of I his know. apartment building in New York City. Hard to believe. Okay. Yeah, I got to clean that glass anyway. But that's, you know, that's, that's not something I asked for. He actually signed it at the end of the weekend, you know, and I put it in a... I put yeah, it in a Manila a, folder yeah. and put it in a in a And you probably totally forgot about it. Yeah, and so my son Chris found it one year and then he went and got it framed and he got the a Beatles album and put it next to it. So that's probably my most valuable keepsake. People are starting to bid on the item right How now. How much would you I, pay I, for that? Well, people are going well, Dean started at forty four at four hundred forty four dollars and forty four cents, but I, I think we could probably get closer to You know how much grand. I've been offered for that autograph? Three grand. Three no. grand. Yep. Yep. I thought it was even more than that. No, from I got a, that, that's been 20 years since I was offered and three grand. And that was grand. from Pat O'Brien, right? Pat O'Brien offered yeah. because Pat O'Brien had all the autographs. He had every Beatle except John Lennon. Because yep. John Lennon didn't sign many didn't autographs. He signed nothing, really. But the only reason I got it is because I spent the weekend with him and I was giving him weather forecasts. He didn't tell anyone he was doing coke. I didn't give him any coke or anything. <laughs> exactly. He didn't give me any. I didn't take any of his coke away, so I think he was grateful that I didn't take anybody's drugs. Like, thanks, thanks for not... Uh, not- <laughs> What's that word? God, sometimes there's words yeah. that just escape me. Hitting the F in post 64. Then he slipped you another note saying, man, that Yoko brought us a pain in the ass. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, Lennon's autograph, this is from Dean. Lennon's autograph is the most collectible and valuable of all the Beatles, according to the show. Uh, depending on its condition and what it's written on, a Lennon signature is worth between 1000 and up to $100,000. Sell! 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 They say buy, 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 or sell. No, they say sell. Let's go to Mortimer and find out what I should do with the John Lennon autograph. I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole! Sell! Sell! <laughs> Your brother's having a heart attack. Fuck him. Get back in and turn his machines on. <laughs> in the meantime. Meanwhile. Now, I know that we're over time, uh, but... <laughs> No, Yoko did not try to steal it from me, as somebody pointed out. Bob, right. I need your help when we get off air. What's okay. the matter now? I got to buy a plane ticket. 
What's the matter now? What's the, there was a song that was like, What's the matter now? No, that's now? Shut Up Your Face. That's the song my dad so, came up with called What's the Matter You? <laughs> what's the no, matter there's a song you? called Shut Up Your Face. Shut Up Your Face. You know who did that, that song, don't Father you? Father Guido. No, what, it's no? not. That was, uh, that was another Philadelphia legend. Shut Up Your Face. Let me find it now. I remember Shut that song. Up, uh, it actually made the top 20 in the Netherlands, yeah. and I remember. It did? Yes, it did. What's the matter you, you babe? Why you look so sad. sad. Now, there's a karaoke version of it. Shut up your face. See, now when I'm going to, uh, when I'm looking for it on Spotify, I bet you this isn't the version. Can you open no, this it's up definitely, now? No, it's definitely not going to be the version. There it oh, it is. It's Joe Dolce, right? Remember this song, Luigi? That's real talent. Exactly what your mother sounds like. <laughs> like All right, let's everybody sing now. Come on now. What's the matter, you? Hey, Why you got no respect? <laughs> what do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up in your face. That's my mama. Can remember. Yes. <laughs> this is exactly, this is what Mama Bruno sounds like. And she even says, I'll shut up in your face. No, it's a great song. I think this should be back. Somebody should remix no, this. Nothing will ever will you, ever beat when I was driving down Tony's, Tony's block right here. Robin, this was like last summer. No, this guy's named no. Joe Dolce. Sweet dude, by the way. Yeah. And, and Mama Bruno's outside of her house, and she's talking to Mario, the neighbor. Uh-huh. And I just drove. I was just driving down the street. And she's. I stop. I, I drive real slow. I stop. And I'm like, what are you doing? Right? And she goes, oh, did you eat? <laughs> not even like, hello. No, she goes, oh, oh did you eat? Did you eat? I said, yeah, yeah. I started dying laughing. I was like, no, I ate. I'm it is okay. so no, funny. No, it's not Afro Man. It's not Adam Sandler. It's not Ray Stevens. It is so funny. It's Joe Dolce. Yeah, Joe Dolce. It is Joe's so funny sweet. because Mama Bruno, Mama Bruno treats men so differently than women. Like, What is that supposed to mean? No. You say my mom's a sexist, a misogynist, a no, uh, no, homophobe, she loves, a germaphobe? Uh, no, I'm saying she loves men. Go, the best cooks are men. Exactly. She, <laughs> she loves men. That's just it. I mean, like, she, you are the golden child amongst the children. Mm-hmm. I was the golden child before Eddie Murphy was. Yes, you yeah. were, Johnny. Yes, you were. And, <laughs> and you were also and, raw before he was. I was way, way raw. Anytime. And you keep any, it raw and you keep it real. Anytime you bring uh, like a coworker by and they happen to be male, oh my gosh, she just fawns over them. Women, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just she. Oh, she loves her daughter. She loves her goddaughter. Oh, I'm not saying she doesn't love them, but granddaughter, she treats... God, she got. She loves everybody. But women do not hold the same place in her eyes as men do. Because I was her only son, and I was the man of the house at age 11. For God's sake, Burton Gus. Matter. Burton Gus. This song is very woke. I know, right? It is woke. But uh, God, we may have to put that into heavy rotation. What that one? Yeah, What's I love that. Song? Oh. What's it's a good sing along. That's hey. a good get drunk and screw song. Other than let's get why don't we get drunk and screw? What's the matter? Why don't we close the show? Ah, shut let's up. Let's do Joe Dolce again and close the show out with Joe. One more time, ladies and gentlemen. Love that song. Or as we can say in Italian, nada volta. Nada volta. Nada volta. Ancore. Ancore. By the way. Ancore. Uh, Pat Lay actually realizes maybe Mama Bruno just doesn't like you, Miss Robin. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, that could be it too. No, I she don't loves know. Robin. 
She wouldn't allow her in the house if she didn't love her. <laughs> you stay outside. Everybody else coming, you stay outside. You shut up your face. Shut up. Disanorado, disgraziato. All right, here we go. Look at this guy. Look at this beautiful bastard. Everybody. Here we go. When I was a boy, just about the eighth grade, Mama used to say, Don't stay out the lane. AJ said, What the hell? No one been on the football day. No, no one did it on the football day. I think they're holding their bits back till Friday, buddy. That's my mama. I'll talk all But to make me sick of the thing I gotta do, I can't get the no kicks. I should put the lyrics up, actually. What's the matter, you, is the college Tony graduated from? Exactly. Feel like a fool. Feel like a fool. Here we go. What's the matter, you? Got no respect. What do you think you do? Why are you looking so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up in your face. That's my mama. Big accordion solo. Oh, we got an accordion solo. Big Did you see that meme of Donald Trump? Somebody has him like playing an accordion because he does it with his no, hands. It's like, really funny. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up in your face. You do shut up Come on now, here we go. What's the matter, you? Hey! Gotta no respect. Hey! What do you think you do? Hey! Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up in your face. I'll shut up in my face. Well, here we are on the countdown, a big television show. Expensive, a big budget to show. Oh, they're in Australia. So this is a this is a live, slightly different version. We, we, you realize this is all going to be silent on the replay, but whatever. What are these people? It's a nice, pleasant, happy song. Everybody sings. I hope everybody on Twitch is actually doing this right now, and if they're at work, they're going, what the heck are you guys singing? Shut up, uh, your face. Hey. <laughs> Trigger here, why you come be Tell me you won't be singing this the rest of the day. It's a not so bad. Hey, it's a nicer place. Ah, shut up your face. You are a lush, I can tell by looking at you. <laughs> and on that note, all I can say to all of my non-Italian and Italian friends out there. What? No, not that. Oh. You know what it is, don't you? Oh, yeah. That too. But, <laughs> bafanabla. Bafanabla. I'm not going to go bafanculo. Because no. that's a little rough. Bafanabla is better because right. it means you have to go to Naples. Right. And who doesn't want to go to Naples? Bafanabla. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody for checking in today. CCC. All of the bitter and broken Boston fans who can't read. 
But that's understandable. You're fuck a Boston them. fan. You can't even talk. As the Marcus Cousins once said, fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's right. They didn't mind. The Marcus Cousins had some situations up there. Yes, he did. But uh, that was just me. I, it's not, I mean, I made all this stuff up. Tony, just, just, just sign off this. Just, just you're too racist for this program right now. I There's can't, no doubt about it. I can't handle it. it, man. There's no doubt about it. My white guilt is spilling all over the place. My water's spilling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> At least it doesn't look like pee like ours. So don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow. By the way, happy birthday. Oh, whose birthday Abe. Not Abe Froman, the Sausage King of, uh, of Chicago. Chicago. Abe Lincoln? Abe Lincoln's oh, the birthday go, today. The go. Oh, go Abe. Abe Lincoln. How old would he be today? Yeah. About a buck 90? Something like that? It's no, good, no, it's a good question. I think it's more than that. Yeah. More than that. I mean. Abraham what? Lincoln's birthday. And then Monday will be President's Day when we do the Combo Mambo. Now, Chief. Chief. No, Chris F. 29. Excuse me. My son's first birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. He'd be a, oh, Abe and would be a right 211 years old. Looks good for his age. Yeah. Great. Probably would have to be using Just for Men about now. But he had the big top hat. Just good for look. Abe. <laughs> just for Abe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you said what you need to say, Tony? Uh, oh, you. No, I'm not going to we'll say that We'll be back tomorrow no. with Paul Mercurio in, in studio. In studio, comedian Paul Mercurio appearing here in Philly this weekend at Punchline. Got to go check him out. We'll have some fun tomorrow, as we always do. No hot dogs, though. No hot dogs. It was today, one day only, because I got to go to Acme no, we'll and buy some No, we'll have hot dogs when they, well, as soon as they're ready to open up, just prior, the kitchen's going, we'll be there. Beautiful. By the way, he named his, uh, his son JJ after JJ Reddick. All right, Tony Bruno. Get, in the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't talk to Boston people. They don't understand simple English. And God bless America. It's still the greatest place on earth. We'll see you tomorrow here. Come on, everybody. Keep on scratching. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.